0: She says she liked them pretty boys She ain't met no one like me up in the city, boy Yeah, she says she liked them pretty boys yeah, She ain't met no one like me in the city, boy I tell you my
1: temporary feelings That you gon' make it permanent I tell you my temporary feelings That you gon' make it permanent The falling down Just a face in the crowd We been running around
0: So they know me now I'm trying to smoke a whole pound,
2: baby. How does that sound? Hello and welcome back to Beers with Buds. I'm your host, Andrew Friedman, the Cannabis Sommelier. Today I'm joined by my bud. A good bud, but it's the first time we've actually ever met in person. We're kind of internet friends, even though we only live 30 minutes apart. Uh, Harmon, Dirty Harry, Harm Franklin. No, he hates the Dirty Harry. He's giving me the no. I'm like, 100%, you gotta go watch the KOTD battles. <laughs> oh, no, Everybody's no. getting snitched in the first
0: 30 seconds. <laughs> No, it's Harm Franklin, formerly I guess Dirty Harry. Yeah, that's uh, we first time me and Andre actually meeting. We should cheers. Cheers. Cheers, bro. How many other aliases do you have? Oh man, bro! I think of nicknames like you ask like any of the homies. Like I, I think of nicknames like everywhere. Everything is a nickname. Like yo, like I just talk weird. I just just say like Williams after anything or like yo, that's Heat Williams or like yo, fucking. I don't know. I just talk like a weirdo, so I got a lot of <laughs> nicknames, man. Big Frank, jokingly. Uh, Poppy Frank. Um, a lot of shit.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Harmon Veer. Of... You know? That's fantastic. Big Ben Franklin. Just kidding. I have. Yeah, how many names. nicknames do you have? Oh, man. A million. A million. I know, obviously, Defangs. Yeah, Defangs, fingers. Andy Fingers. That's how it ended up, as D-Fangs, because I'm just Andy Fingers, and then people got lazy and started calling me Andy Fangs, and yeah. it's just D-Fangs.
0: Oh, shit. Sure. Uh, yeah. Wax Daniels. Uh, That's a fucking cool name. Yeah, the Cannabis Sommelier. Yeah, of course, of course. You
2: know? uh, yeah, so we met through music, because yeah. I was like I, I was saying we just went and smoked a nice backwood and uh i want i wanted to be a battle rapper that's how i that's how i found out about you that's mm-hmm. why i went to the dirty hairy thing right away but you've been in music for years like yeah so those battles now must be like seven eight years old like that's that's
0: awesome definitely yeah that was like my like introduction into like performing i guess like for people you know what i mean and like it got me into actually performing and like doing shit like like act you know what i mean it's, far sorry i'm high as shit and, I did, <laughs> and we we're just getting started but uh it got me into like fucking performing and like it was a segue for me to like meet promoters that would like do shows and shit and be like okay yeah, this guy's solid and like you know i mean i actually originally just did it to get my music out more okay you, know I mean? you were making
2: music before cause, yeah because nobody wants to just be a battle rapper because that's terrifying and yeah. intimidating
0: that's just like yeah, yeah exactly so what, <laughs> kind of, what
2: kind of music did you start making like who would you say was was what kind of who were you trying to emulate when you first started cause?
0: Um I don't know man. I was just like rapping. It was a way different style that I was doing back then. I was more like I feel like a lot of people when they started it's more like real hip hop, like you know what I mean? Like quote unquote but like all just like more traditional style yeah and then like you start like growing and like you know what i mean experimenting and trying different sounds and Getting whatnot your own thing. yeah exactly and um my first song i ever released it was a remix to lil wayne i'm single okay and like it was like there was one line everyone loved i was like i'm single like a quarter pounder <laughs> <laughs> and i would love that bar i was like okay okay i was like then i dropped another one and like people are like oh wow i actually like this like this is really good like you know you should keep making more i was like okay okay and then i did the battle and then i dropped like a couple of videos and like people really like those and like they did like pretty well for like at the time and um is punchlines
2: what attracted you then were you like okay this is this is where the heat is Cause that's kind of the whole point of yeah, battle rap, that, right? Is like you make a punchline yeah. and people either love it or hate it.
0: Yeah, that's funny you say that. Cause like when I first started rapping, uh, me and my boy Sam at the time, we would just like cause we would listen to like Lloyd Banks and like Cassidy, Jadakiss, like just these like like sick rappers and whatnot. And uh, we would just like try to think of like crazy punchlines like they do, and like that's just like like kinda of morphed into me like writing raps and like in like junior high, like puke kids, like, you know, that's when I met Newell actually. They would like come up to me and be like, Oh shit, is they always like the rapper kid, you know, spit some raps, spit some raps and I'd like rap like one or two like dinky little lines and they'd be like, Oh like, you know what I mean? So then fucking like, yeah, it started from just, like, writing punchlines. I, so I was at a thing for it.
2: I love that story. I was, I'm was i the rap kid because people used to do that to me. Mm-hmm. That's how I started rapping. I don't know if anybody knows that on this podcast, but I'm going to show you the Cannabis Sommelier freestyle after. Oh, shit. I got, I, there's a theme song Exclusive, for
0: this. It's heat. So You got to let me ad-lib in the back. Let's go.
2: Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, but I got...
0: Gun, I, so, gunshot sounds in the back bruh,
2: bruh, bruh, bruh. I did that on the streets of Chicago at like 3 in the morning and, oh, shut the fuck up. The,
0: yeah, anyways the uh,
2: this dude I was like you know, I was dressing like a like a skater gangster kid, mm-hmm. you sag loke. Yeah, sag loke exactly. <laughs> That's
0: yeah. You, know, you gotta explain what a sag loke is. To S- people.
2: Sag and loke, like you're just a you're just like a sag skater kid, XL tall T, yeah. white T. You're probably chilling at Millennium at Mills, mm-hmm. and you're just a
0: pants like barely like six inches above your knees.
2: Oh yeah, they're just hanging on. <laughs> I used to tie it with a shoelace so that they just kind of <laughs> hang on right above the knee, and your shirts just falling <laughs> up, down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this dude was like. Yo, rap rap battle me. And I was like (laughs) I was like, no way And and he's like he's like yeah. He's like, You wanna dress like a gangster and you're not gonna rap battle me? He's like fucking rap battle me yeah and i was like okay i guess i have to do it yeah and he just clowned me like he was so this guy was so ruthlessly
0: mean to me shitty feeling huh
2: yeah i was like what the fuck i was like 13 years old (laughs) and this guy was probably like 17 or 18 and he just fucking was ruthless like i remember one line it rhymes so good and he's like I'm fucking raping your baby sister and I was like I've never met this guy and I was like oh I have a baby sister <laughs> and that moment I was like yo I, I better learn to be a rapper I was like this is, the, this
0: is never fucking
2: never happening again, again. Never, never
0: again, again. <laughs> like I'm gonna stay strapped. Yeah. It's like you know, like if like you ever like you get jumped or something, then you are like more. You know, you kick. Sometimes you might, you know. Yeah, I got jumped. I, you I got, got lyrically jumped, jumped straight <laughs> up. That's the funniest thing because like on me. people oh. always make fun of in battle rap people saying like I lyrically did this. You know what I mean? It's like you know, you got li- but you literally got lyrically jumped
2: came after me and i was like fuck this i'm gonna be a rapper and I, I, I literally like every morning right? i still freestyle oh yeah yeah, yeah every morning i still freestyle it's oh, like it's like my favorite way to wake my brain up get yeah. in the shower put on a beat yeah. and just like throw bars that's sick and try and do different timing because that's the one hardest thing as yeah. i as i've progressed is like learning where your flow is mm-hmm. and that you don't always just have to like like i like rapping fast but yeah. it's better when i enunciate it sounds like because totally. my punch lines are more heat
0: yeah i'm saying like people that like like yeah the flow is like it's underrated how much goes into the flow i guess for, like for a lot of people because like people like that are like you know what i mean like traditional like the older stuff mm-hmm. or like whatever they would, like, hate on someone like Young Thug. And, like, I think uh, there was an interview where, like, J. Cole was saying this. But he's like, yo, if you're, like, a fan of rapping and, like, fl- like you know what I mean? Like, l- like l- you know, flows and whatnot. Like, and you listen to Thug, like, he's a legend. But, like, because, like, just how intricate he is and, like, how original the flows are. But, like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know, sorry, I don't know how I trailed off. I hate Lil
2: Wayne, yeah. but I'm just going to jump in with <gasps> that. Yeah, you're like, my first song was a Lil Wayne remix. I, like, all through my life, I've been like, this, my car, no Lil Wayne Have you Lil listened Wayne to the song. Carter
0: 2 or the Carter 1?
2: Oh, uh, I've listened to, like, select songs that people have shown me, but none of it has really got me stoked, and I probably haven't given it as much of a chance as I, as I could have, mm-hmm. because I was just, like, a purist. I was a hip-hop purist, like you were talking about. Like, yeah. I was one of those guys, like, one time I got tickets to a Jay-Z concert. Yeah. Box seats. Yeah. And it took me like five phone calls to find somebody who wanted to go to Jay Z with me. What? Because people would go, fuck Jay Z. And I'm like, me? oh
0: my God. Like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> What the hell, man! I've heard that like Jay Z. That, that last time he came through, a couple of my friends went for like the 444 concert. Mm-hmm. They're like that was one of the craziest, like the dopest shows they've ever seen.
2: Yeah, Jay Z is a legend. He's a legend, man. Okay, tell you know, me more about. Tell me about your music career, it's past being the rapper kid mm-hmm. uh, and people making you rap. Like how <laughs> how did it all start?
0: Record record a first yeah. song. They recorded a couple of shits. And like yeah, I just noticed that like people like kind of believed in me, so I just like went further with it. And then um, for a while, I was just, like, fucking around, like, just doing, you know, having fun in it because I enjoyed it and, like, Mm -hmm. I love for it. And, like, then we started, like, doing some bigger shows and whatnot and, like, opening for people like Meek and, like, Big Sean, French, Fab, all these crazy big artists. And, like, I was starting to notice, though, that, like you know what I mean like the promoters at the time like they weren't really doing much like for the artists like they were just like getting you to sell the tickets and like you don't even get to even like meet the guy or like you know what I mean try to yeah. try to like pass a USB offer to someone or like something you know what I mean make some sort of connection yeah so I'm like, okay, I'm like, whatever, so whatever, I just kept doing that, it was more a more like, it was more like basically bragging rights and just like doing it. But like, were
2: you making sure you're passing USBs, because like, that was one of the hardest things for me, and I'd always just be like, whipping them or leaving them places and shit.
0: Yeah, th- that's the thing though, because like, it was like, as a DJ and producer, it's different, it's like, that's way easier to hand it off, but like, I feel like with like, rappers and like, you know what I mean, like those sort of guys, like yeah. they, it's like, it's just such a negative connotation, because there's a lot of whack people that do that, you know what I mean? So it's like, that I don't know. Sucks. Yeah, I just, like, didn't really rock it as much like that. But, like, I don't know. Now I've just, like, kind of made the organic connections with people. Like, now I've started to throw... Oh, this is, like, fast-forwarding a lot into the future, sort of. But, like, just in that case with the shows, like, I used to do it like that. But now it's, like... I've I've thrown my own shows now and I've mm-hmm. learned what it's like. Like the first one, I lost like fifteen hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Second one, I th- I brought out this dude Nestle from Atlanta, okay, who's signed to like Atlanta or, uh, Republic. He's got songs with like Ski Mask, like Lil Yachty. Like he's pretty, he's pretty big. Okay, um, but yeah, I brought him out. But it was like a crazy show, and I just did it. And I co-headlined it through it myself, and it was just crazy. And I did a couple more songs. Did that one make money? No, no, that so that's the first one. and I lost okay. fifteen hundred okay. for that. So the second one, I brought out uh, Puffy L's from Toronto who was like uh he was on tour with drake right before that and like you know he's a buzzing artist and um so that one i only lost like a couple hundred bucks like 300 bucks mm-hmm. and i just looked at it as an investment because i'm like whatever i could have bought like a sweater or something but yeah instead i threw this crazy show and like yeah, i had a party it. yeah you know i killed it and it turned up and that was like so the first one is at morgan's pub pub pug uh <laughs> it was at morgan's pub like the uh, capacity was like 140 and we did like or the capacity was 150 and we did like 165 wow so the second one. Um, we did it at uh, music. You probably, probably know mm-hmm. that one. Um, and we did like two seventy five on a Thursday night, and tickets were like wow. tw- twenty bucks so it was was proper and then this last one I did was the first one I actually made a profit it's because I brought out my homeboy Curtis Waters who's like he used to just be a producer but like you know what I mean he's like slowly become an artist in his own and you should check out Prom Night by Curtis Waters that album honestly I'm like unbiasedly saying that's the dopest like album I've heard ever come out of Calgary like in my opinion man it's like not even rap it's like alternative synth 80s synth pop with like bubblegum trap and like it's its own shit man
2: that's cool sounds like it's ready to blow up
0: yeah bro like he's doing he's doing well too like he's he's killing it but uh he's just in, out in north carolina like in working i mean uh in um carolina in in university yeah his parents got a job out there so we've been separated so i had to bring his i brought his ass back out here and like yeah, we killed him, man. It was it was crazy.
2: That's awesome. So when did it turn into a business? Because you were you did a tour in Europe. Yeah. Was that this summer? Uh, that last was last summer. summer. Yeah. No yeah. follow up tour this summer.
0: Uh we'll see. We'll see. It was good because like um, I'm probably probably spending some time uh out in Toronto, but um, so I'm kind of focusing on that. But we'll see. You never know. Um, but uh, I've been I felt like I've been treating it more seriously over the past like probably like two or three years after i put out the learning curve three because i saw like people really like the songs and like you know like the people still listen to the condo mm-hmm. like all the people tell me that all the time that's one of the favorite songs so um sorry um fuck where was i well,
2: oh, whatever i got a new question <laughs> when was the first time you got paid
0: first time i got paid like for like, like performing to, for or... like nicely and i was like wow like i can do this shit the first time I got that, I was like, um, one of my songs was uh, the official theme song for the Edmonton Rush. Okay. So, like, the lacrosse team. Huge. Um, But now, I think they're, now they're the Saskatoon Rush. Okay. So, basically, one of my songs, my sister, like, we we, we know them, right? Like, we know the people that, that uh, run it, my sister does. So, she's like, yo, I need... Uh, she was they, they I like yoga or something, whatever. Talking, they're like, Yo, we need like a new a song for them to come out to, mm-hmm. and like, you know, more urban, like, but we don't know. And then my sister's like, Oh, like, yo, like my brother, blah 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 blah, blah Dirty Harry at the time, or harm Franklin, <laughs> and their son already like fucked with my stuff, so. It was like perfect. He's like their son. I got the stamp from their son. They're like, yeah, this guy's fire. So uh, they paid me like pretty nicely for like the rights to that song. I bet that
2: was real money. Yeah, that's yeah. like a that's like a good one where they're gonna play it a lot. And exactly. They played on
0: loudspeakers. It was yeah. So every home game that season of twenty sixteen, they came out to that song and um like they they brought me out there for the season opener to perform like at, in like right, okay. right before the face-off
2: and paid you for that too yeah
0: it was fucking it was dope man and like it was like that was probably the most crowd that i've done there was like eight thousand people at that one at, that's at, huge because yeah. it's in the big stadium right because yeah, it's, it's the N- lll or yeah. whatever
2: the national lacrosse it League
0: was, it was back when edmonton still had rexall Place so that's where it was
2: that's crazy um on another note lacrosse game one of the most boring things i've ever watched
0: really i thought they were pretty terrible man i thought it was more of like it was more like there wasn't as many people as a hockey game but i was like man if this place was full this would be way more rowdy than a hockey game you
2: really have to pay attention to know where the ball is that was my big problem (laughs) i was like i was like every time (laughs) i'd I'd take a sip of beer or eat something like there'd be a goal or like (sighs) You know, all the guys are waving their sticks, and I and I'm, how do I can like, I see the, the, the white is
0: mo- yeah, yeah, What so the
2: fuck is going on? It was pretty fun, but I was I didn't get to see if there was no fights at yeah. the one game I went to.
0: I think there was like a couple fights at the one I saw, and like the owners hooked me up with some crazy seats. So I was like, damn, I you were crazy. in it. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: cool. That's really cool. Okay, so what about like uh, like shows, like locally? Shout and, out
0: Cindy and Bruce. Yes, yeah, I want to hear this. You guys are geez. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Every, man. Just need, like, 50 of those breaks in a row, and things would have been awesome. Yeah. Do you do music full-time now?
0: No, I don't do it full-time yet. I do it, like, where, like, some months I'll, like, tear it up and, like, Mm -hmm. I'll be good, and then some months I don't, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's inconsistent, so I still do a a part-time gig.
2: Do you full-time hustle on it, though?
0: Oh, most definitely. I'm, like, always fucking... I'm always at it, man. I'm always, I'm always working. I'm all like, I, for for a while, I like, I for like two years, like a year and a half, two years ago. I'm like, okay, yo, this year, not even this year. I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm like, no one is gonna outwork me. I was like, I'm just gonna put in the work. I'm like, cause you know, what I mean, hard work beats talent when talent was work hard, and I knew I already had the talent. So I just been like going crazy with it and like always working. Like, I'm like, for me, off week is when I would like record like only like three times a week. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. How do you? But, fine fine but sometimes shows. you need
0: sometimes you need those that like you need a break to just like live life and like go live experiences so you can put it back into the art you know
2: yeah go go do shit yeah. I find myself working so much yeah and sometimes I'm like damn yeah, you i want to go snowboarding
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it a break sometimes i'll go with uh josh uh, uh we can bleep his name i i, go, <laughs> I we go i go with josh hedrick's all the time every second wednesday we go snowboarding yeah oh that's cool <laughs> so if you want to come man, pull up yeah
2: I've, i i get I, this sounds ridiculous i, 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 I don't even want to say it like that how what level of snowboarding do you do
0: i'm like okay so I, so when I started I went for like four years or like four seasons and I'm yeah. starting to get pretty good like starting to do like little jumps and like um, you know what I mean just gaining confidence and then I honestly stopped literally for like two years and I didn't go I didn't go for like one two seasons in a row and now this year I've gone, like, a couple times, and, like, now I've started to get my confidence back, and, like, I've been starting to hit jumps and, like, go on the boxes and stuff, so I'm, like, I'd say intermediate, but, like, okay. Josh is, like, when he was, like, yo, man, he's, like, I did not expect you to be as good as you are, I'm, like, what do you mean, he's, like, yo, because there was that one time when you were, like, ripping down, he's, like, <laughs> and it was, like, cho- like you know when you're, it's, like, you're, like, chopping, you can't stop on your edge, so it was, like, that, so I was, like, chopping, and I, like, like biffed, but it was, like, all good, and he's like, yeah, he's like, yo, he's like, you go, like, as fast as me, or, like, if not as fast, and he's gone, like, probably, like, 50 times, so, like, I'm alright, I'm not, like, crazy, crazy, I'd say I'm, like, intermediate, like, I can hit, like, little jumps, like, I've been starting to catch air and shit now, like, this right last on. time, so, like, I think this next time I'll be starting to, like, more and more and more, you know?
2: you get it, it's yeah. all about the, I I only, I, I ask, because I worry about murdering people, I'm like a... <laughs> B- double black like full send no breaks oh snap my i snap my humorous on the larges when damn, I was, you bro. know when i was a kid like yeah like i i freestyle snowboarded for a bit uh so <sighs> i love crazy so that's why i asked because like i really i'd like to when me and sarah first met yeah and she was like really stoked that i was a big snowboarder mm-hmm. she had been snowboarding for a long time but at blue mountain in ontario which Ooh. is more of a hill than a mountain i've heard of that place okay so you know it's nothing mm-hmm. and uh we got out to the mountains for the first time mm-hmm. and she is like in the gondola at sunshine having a panic attack because it's like it's so hectic well it's huge yeah, right it's... you
0: like you like holy it's a fucking mountain yeah <laughs> we're in the
2: rocky fucking mountain <laughs> and uh so when i got out of freestyle snowboarding my buddy ryan french who's still working as a ski patrol at sunshine he's the okay. guy that throws the bombs to do the avalanche control now
0: oh shit um
2: we got into mountaineering and like riding backcountry
0: really and
2: yeah because you can't really hurt yourself when you're fallen into a whole it's bunch of so snow. Much powder yeah but you know it gets pretty dangerous getting there sometimes yeah that's but, scary man uh so but sarah comes up on the mountain and like i was like you know like don't follow me yeah i'll meet you there but inevitably you you always follow somebody yeah yeah for sure and um
0: why because yeah. you get stuck if you follow their path
2: uh no like like just like where i'm going on the mountain because like you know like i've had passes at sunshine a whole bunch of times like so you
0: get the fresh powder you like the fresh powder the
2: freshies i'm looking for the biggest fucking drop i can find i want to go as high as i can as fast as i can uh and yeah she'd end up in some like super sketchy spots so when she started she was like intermediate she's like blue snowboarder Mm -hmm. yeah and like it was real quick that she'd end up on some like serious black double blacks yeah and she'd be like i can't do it you know like on her ass and i'm like yo it's either you go fast and you find your edge and you fucking get all the way to the bottom or you're gonna fucking really hurt yourself like i can't help you now
0: you follow <laughs> me i can't help you now you're on a fucking mountain <laughs> yeah this is this is the reality and you know what
2: she became such a great snowboarder in two years it wow. was like intense because she gained the confidence it was that moment that she understood that like yeah. i always say it on the nobody probably understands it when I say, it, but I always say full send, no brakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Full send, no brakes I don't know if that's an Alberta. Th- no, that's, a, that's a thing. I think send. it's a,
2: I think it's just thing. like a, a bra, Like, you yeah. know, it's like a Canada snowboard guy yeah. thing,
1: send, but no yeah, breaks. don't
2: speed check. Fucking just go. No brakes. If you slow down, you're probably going to hurt yourself way more than if you go yeah. super fast.
0: That's crazy, man. And so,
2: yeah. So I always warn people of that. I'm like, I don't know if you want to go last, snowboarding. Last
0: time I was on the chairlift, uh, uh, we were we saw like from from the distance one of the mountains and like there were just like one set of like prints that someone like went all the way up like a distant mountain and then came down. I was like holy fuck! I'm like man. Yeah, that's the. Someone stuff. is hit. I'm like that's the shit. Like yeah. that you would be doing. Yeah, I'm, it's like, a, that's it's, crazy.
2: That's the best stuff.
0: Yeah, I bet it's like literally your snow, like untouched.
2: It's amazing. Uh, but you would be surprised how many people actually go out into the middle of nowhere to hunt for that stuff. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool.
0: That's wild. There's
2: a, actually a whole. Um, oh how can i not remember it now it's like the mountaineers guild of canada yeah and you can pay a twenty dollar membership fee yeah I'm, i don't think that's what it's called but it's something close to that and um there's backcountry cabins yeah all over like uh in the forests uh in mountain areas yeah and um you you rent them out they're like they're like uh <sighs> you know this this uh membership is like a union yeah. for people who have built backcountry cabins mm-hmm. and so like you can go into to rogers <laughs> pass is incredible there's like there's
0: a union of backcountry cabinsmen. men
2: yeah <laughs> and people are like maintain like you know like it's taken a lot of time to hike this stuff out like you yeah. like literally there's no way else to get it there but to hike it out
0: damn and I like uh, snowmobile
2: or snowmobile, yeah, yeah. but some t- some of these places aren't like
0: you can't even snowmobile there. No
2: way, like they, you know, people build cabins on the side of mountains. Yeah, and that's it's true. and it's just incredible what they what they end up doing it's through the summer. Nuts. Um, but you can rent these for like twenty to fifty bucks. Yeah, and they'll tell you like, yeah, oh, wow. this one has pots and pans and firewood. Yeah um you know please bring in these things to leave there when you come back yeah but it's it's uh yeah when you get deep into that it's fucking incredible
0: and super weird uh, as well that's crazy man yeah that's like some like Grizzly adam shit like living off the land
2: mountain people are dope if that's what they all want to do that's what it's all about yeah as much as you can like i would do that i would live off the grid for sure uh, that,
0: that's the only way you could live off the grid is if you're like you know what i mean like like that like mountain man like you know what i mean all, out of sight out of mind, like can't find you type thing.
2: Sarah will listen to this. She'll be like, there's no way you'd ever be a mountain man. You're such like a prissy i'm such a city boy You're
0: bougie You're yeah. city slicker i'm a f- i'm like that too man i like my amenities man we have these things like we've invented these things you know what i mean so it's like yeah i'm billy crystal in city slickers for yeah. sure the, have you seen that movie i, I haven't seen billy crystal city oh slickers. dude you
2: gotta watch city slickers it's
0: like is it like a classic
2: classic 80s right. movie i think they did yeah. three of them billy yeah. crystal uh some other funny people it smells nice it's a black IPA, Dawn's Choice. I don't know who Dawn is, but.
0: Dawn's Choice. Venus and Gun presents Dawn's the Choice. The choices of the Dawns. This is what's up,
2: Dawn's beer is an absolute belter, and only God knows how he managed to dream it up, but we love it. Flavors of coconut, tropical hops, and rhubarb combined with chocolate and crystal malts for an unforgettable taste experience.
0: <sighs> Sounds like a party. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, it smells really fucking good. Holy. This Let's is, have another cheer. Delicious, bro. Damn beers with buds Jeez. to my new bud <laughs> damn
2: oh it's kind of weird on the palate though I don't know if I'm fucking with it on the on the mouth it's a
0: little unorthodox
2: the <laughs> smell was fantastic I guess I always describe these smells for people yeah weird so it is it's like sour it's like a sour chocolate bar I don't know it's like candied orange peels and chocolate and uh, you know just like it's kind of simple Mm -hmm. on the palate pretty
1: gross
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh oh you know on the nose there's a it's almost like you took a handful of dark chocolate and melted it in your hand and then you like whipped it into a thing of uh like tropical dried fruit trail mix i can see that it's a little bit stingy yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of the tropical fruits some pineapple and the mango because it's a black ipa
0: what Was the thing he said before? Oh fuck, I forgot. Oh, but the taste. Yo, <laughs> co- yeah, but you don't want to get on the Don's wrong side, bro. This one, this is his choice. Don
2: has a shit palate.
0: Or they're just like. Oh, don't play the Don. Dawn. Don's a drunk. The day of the Don's wedding is when we're gonna have to ask for forgiveness. I've actually never seen The Godfather. Of all the, I've seen so many gangster movies, but super
2: boring.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, man. Well, it's like thirteen hours, so fucking. I think
2: it's only three
0: and a half. No, I'll all, try oh, all of them. Yeah, yeah. right. 13 hours. Yeah. Is, I, don't, I don't think, think I'm exaggerating. Three. I don't know if it's that
2: long. No, right. I think you're right. I think it is 13 hours. If you watch all the extra, oh, all fuck. the scenes and everything, it's um, insane. Yeah, The Godfather is pretty, pretty boring because you got to read subtitles. It's legendary. I'm, that, that was pretty like, slow. You don't fuck
0: with narcos? That's subtitles. No, I ain't not a subtitles guy. I
2: watched a lot of it, and then, you know, I'm like six episodes in, and yeah. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this if i want to watch tv it's because i want to be pretty mindless and yeah. just like absorb the content i yeah. don't want to have to put effort into it
0: yeah you, you're you know you're, you're somalia you're a gentleman you should be you know i that you watch foreign films and whatnot Ooh. foreign film twitter is coming after you bro this is people's this is people's <laughs>
2: misconception you know yeah. i i love fine wine but uh. one of the best pairings is like burgundy uh. which is like a chardonnay that's done in french oak from burgundy france mm-hmm. uh like, with a fucking spicy Italian sausage with a lot of cheap French's mustard on it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best pairings Damn. in the world. And that's you know so what? I, like, I like really like the finer things, but I'm also just a homie yeah, real at heart. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like,
1: you know? <laughs>
0: i also just a uh, Cheers to uh, just being a homie. Yeah, cheers <laughs> to being a homie. It's,
2: that's the reality. We'll, it's so funny when people come over and, you know, we're having, like, a sesh or something. And then we open, like, a $200 bottle. And it's, like... It's not because I have to. It's just because I want to. A good host, you know, you enjoy it. Well, it's funny because p- people never appreciate like really expensive wine. Yeah. Like unless you're like really trained in it, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's just a it's either a flex or an absolute waste of money because it'll just taste <laughs> like booze to somebody.
0: Yeah, facts. I'm not really much of like a drinker, but like when it comes to wine. I, you know, this might be soft, but I don't, I like white wine a lot better. And it's I not like, soft. I like Rieslings cause yeah! it's, like, it's like fruit juice, man.
2: <laughs> Dude, I tell people all the time, Riesling is my lifeblood. Uh, I C love word. Riesling. Yeah, man. If, Riesling's the shit. Riesling's the shit. It's just hard to find what you like because there's so many misconceptions in wine. Like, especially that, yeah. you know, you, you're you like, it might be weak that I like white wine. Yeah. White wine is so much more delicious. So we just nice. live in Calgary where everybody seems to drink fucking Cab and these dark red wines. And yeah. it has to be like... N- you know, nail biting and like tannic, like the fuzzy slippers in your mouth. And white wines are delicious <laughs> and refreshing. Everywhere else in the world loves to drink
0: yeah white wine. Like a nice chilled white wine. Ah, it's so fucking f- like refreshing.
2: Mosel Riesling. So yeah. Riesling from Germany on the Mosel River. Mm-hmm. My absolute favorite. That's or the, the from it. the Rhine Gau as well.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Ger- yeah, where, dude, the hit me
2: up next time you're shopping for wine. Send yeah. me a send me a picture of the Rieslings. Yeah, go to Alsace as well. Yeah. You'd probably really like uh, Alsatian Gewurztraminer Yeah, or um the Riesling they do as well because Alsace is this spot between France and Germany. Okay, that's actually gone in between German and French rule multiple times. So the culture it's is like right on the border. Type right thing? on yeah. the border, and uh, multiple wars and multiple land grabs. Mm-hmm. So they have this intricate um blended culture but they have their own dialect they they Damn. they speak alsatian because they it morphed they, they did not identify as french or german wow. so it's a beautiful blend of cultures that created amazing amazing wine styles
0: so they create that's where Riesling came from no riesling oh. is german yeah yeah
2: yeah like that's okay. what they say it's it's from it's from german yeah. but like uh austrian Riesling. i had is like really french good.
0: Riesling. i feel like once and it wasn't bad yeah, uh sure. probably not French. Sure. No, okay, I might be Well,
2: Als- Alsace would be like the main Riesling place from France, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of great Riesling in Canada. That's mm-hmm. one of the big things I talk about. Mm-hmm. Um
0: because from like Okanagan?
2: Yeah, well, so what happened was there's this uh the Weiss family, Nick Weiss, St. Urbanshof, which is a famous place on the Mosel, and they have properties on the Rangau. Okay. Um his they smuggled this their their cut of riesling to canada yeah they called the vice it's the vice cut and um herman weiss i think was the dude who smuggled it yeah in his suitcase and they planted it in niagara and it grew really really well and now that's the most planted cut of riesling um across canada and that one was planted at the very first one was planted at oh this is gonna eat me inside <laughs> man <laughs> Uh, So he
0: brought it from Germany out here.
2: He smuggled the cuts.
0: Wow. Because that's
2: one of the craziest parts about wine. Yeah. People had to smuggle agricultural products yeah in their suitcases just like weed except they're bringing
0: why like potatoes, like a, a, a briefcase full of potatoes it's like pulp fiction you know what i mean they like open it's yep. like glowing it's like
2: uh. <laughs> no straight up that's how that's how some of the best uh wines cuts of wine got here because you, you when i talk about wine and cannabis uh people don't understand that there's like thousands of different varietals and cuts of yeah. pinot gris pinot noir Pin- like pinot Gris and pinot grigio are, are almost the same but they're not the yeah. same thing yeah uh but pinot noir there's there's like some of the most famous are the 666 clones 667 and 777 yeah but there's all the hundreds in between there yeah um but on the label it just comes out as pinot noir so yeah. if we it, you know cannabis may be simplified that way um in the future and when it'll be on the consumer to be educated and informed just like a wine consumer now yeah. like unless you know about a wine label and yeah. can read a wine label it's just gibberish yeah word especially french wine labels because they just or italian wine labels where they just list the the village and it's like you have to know
0: that's true that's funny you say that like yeah people are gonna have to know this shit with like just like wine with weed because like the times that i've bought from uh, like li- like you know what i mean dispensaries um like canadian dispensaries it's just been like the weed has been so weak it's been like not so like pretty whack like pretty trash like legal cannabis since legalization yeah but of course uh we only buy legal cannabis officer jones oh i have i
2: get donated cannabis my friends share cannabis with me constantly Oh, weird. This is, uh, yeah, this is it. I don't, I, don't, I don't pay for cannabis, but it's totally legal to share it with people now, so. Yeah, thanks. That's, ex- <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> um, no, legal cannabis has a long way to go. Yeah. I've tried a bunch of stuff. Um, I did just review some pretty good stuff recently. I saw you
0: posted some shit about, uh, like a like, of uh, article about, uh, a legal cannabis that, are, like, that has, like, a long way to go. What did you say?
2: Mmm. Oh, yeah. I think For, like, I was yeah. just trying to silver line stuff and say, mm. like, you know. Cannabis can only get better is was I think one of the things I was talking about like just like the reality is it might be pretty trash right now yeah. or like the multitude of it might be pretty trash but let's look at like a let's look at when you go and buy beer mm-hmm. ex- excluding the craft beer revolution of the last three years mm-hmm. you went into a beer store and most of it was just generic crap yeah, yeah, yeah that didn't like taste very good names. and got you drunk yeah Nobody was looking for anything past an ale or a lager, and it didn't matter if it was really sweet or it had unbalanced alcohol in it. Yeah, And that's kind of where cannabis is today. Yeah, I just think cannabis um, grows so rapidly. That's a cool parallel. If Yeah. If we consider that it took 60 years in Canada after the end of Prohibition to get a craft brewery license, mm-hmm. uh, 1923 to 1980, 86 Mm -hmm. uh then it's you know we're way ahead on cannabis if micro cultivators can come in if we if we see them enter the market next year two years three years from now um yes you'll see the price jump people are like oh cannabis is too expensive yeah they've never bought cannabis in california obviously yeah like
0: it's like yeah they charge like expensive out there i heard in new york like a, a gram of like gas is like 30 40 bucks exactly
2: but but if you want to buy moonshine today it's cheaper than going to the liquor store and if people don't understand that it's just like buying illegal cigarettes the bagged cigarettes from uh the indian or the first nations reserve um (laughs)
0: uh, no i don't (laughs) care
2: you know what like it's it's the indian minister affairs office still like i can't completely get it out of my vocabulary but soon it'll be a very different thing because uh, as as our country becomes more and more multicultural yeah. that word has a completely definition in people uh, first nations nobody even I, I would say it's like one in five people might think about that as a as a as a first nations person versus an actual yeah in indian person today thanks um don't remember where i was going with this at all my bad uh it's okay i don't know i'm good at
0: being distracted <laughs> It's my bad phone call. You know how it goes.
2: The best is when I listen back, and then I realize where I tailed off, and I'm like, oh,
0: perfect. I, I could have had a story. You 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 fuck with Grateful Dead? The Grateful Dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. I've noticed their artwork and stuff has gotten really popular in, like, across like pop culture over the past little while. Resurgence of LSD. Yeah, hey, what do you mean resurgence of LSD? People are doing LSD again? Yeah. I I guess. Psychedelics
2: yeah. are becoming mainstream. That's true. Counterculture again.
0: Word. That's uh, true. Like, yeah, people don't want to... Honestly, I, not that I've done every drug, but all the drugs that I have done, I think LSD besides weed is the realest, illest drug.
2: Yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It changed my life. What? I went from being a, like an asshole gangster. I took mm-hmm. eight stamps. <gasps> got lost in the forest. Watched a pole grow out of the ground and it grew through the sky. I was like sitting there crying. <laughs> earthquakes going on. And, um... Like I was literally thought I was gonna die, and this hole is growing through the clouds, what? and it's growing and growing, and I and I'm looking at it, and I realize that there're direction signs on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh. But as they're going by, I'm able to read that it's like all the decisions I've ever made, the things what? I've said. Yeah. And it's like it was like my conscious uh visualization of the butterfly effect, and everything I was doing was perpetually fucking up my life, and it and like. I, I sat there for what felt like an eternity like crying and watching this and it kept going and going yeah and then i as I like came back out of the forest uh, I saw I saw some of the people I was with and these dudes like melted away like like I just thought they were like the biggest losers all of a sudden and <laughs> and they and I, they like melted and i was like yeah and i started thinking way differently like after that like that was a wild trip lasted Damn. lots more hours yeah but that moment really resonates with me in life because it made me think about my actions way more made me realize that i was
0: i was fucking up yeah it's a true self-realization drug oh yeah ego death self-awareness yeah. uh i was tell people that that's like you've experienced that it's- Fucking the most I've ever done those one and a quarter. But I was thinking, oh, you gotta
2: go deeper, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> At least two. First time I did it was
2: two, and I was like, fifteen, sixteen, and I was just gone, and it was incredible.
0: As hectares. It was awesome. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Might have to take it up and out. I can't do mushrooms. Mushrooms make me sick. Yeah, the gut rot and shit, yeah. I puke. It's it's a different vibe.
2: Yeah, exactly. My uh, my biggest fear is to like shit or puke while I'm high on psychedelics. Mm -hmm. It's just... If there's, yeah, just terrifies me to have to poop while mm-hmm. uh, while I'm high on on psychedelic drugs. You're
0: getting a deeper, hair hey. oh <laughs> dude, like,
2: oh, and mushrooms <laughs> always just like it's like I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna shit my pants, mm-hmm. and um, and then I tell people this sometimes, and they're like, yeah, my homie always shits his <laughs>
1: pants when he
2: does mushrooms.
1: It's <laughs> like, like,
0: what? Why are you? Why are you friends with this guy? I mean, why does he eat mushrooms? Yeah, this is part of the thing, man. You eat the mushrooms, you trip out. You take Yeah, (laughs) it's just what's expected.
2: One time I was watching Prisoner of Azkaban. I (laughs) ate like a gram of mushrooms and I was just sitting there and it got so trippy. The color grading in that movie actually isn't very good. Yeah. And so I'm watching it. And this is one of the things as I like, like I've always really liked cinema and film and that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm colorblind. So this is another thing. So I'm watching the color and psychedelics. When I do them, I can see Full range of color. This is the craziest thing. I see That's way more colors, which is which is nuts.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, but I'm watching. I'm watching Prisoner of Azkaban, and like the it's so the color green's like so shitty. And I'm like just focusing on the corners of the screen, and then I was like, I'm gonna be so sick. And I got and I, and then I like held it, held it, held it, and I walked away. And it was like I like vomited like a slug. It felt like just crackers and mushrooms. I was like, oh, what am I doing it's with like, my life? It was
0: like the Eminem video. And it was yeah. Like exactly. <laughs>
2: My life felt so much better after that moment. It was like I projectile vomited anxiety out of my body. Yeah. And I felt great. Like, the, the after effect of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's so I heard you get higher after you puke.
2: I don't know if that's real.
0: Where it might just be like, you know, mm, urban legend youngins. One
2: time I puked on mushrooms at this, at this house party when yeah. I was in high school. <laughs> and...
0: uh You're geeked up young and hate.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You got to have some I feel like everybody has like crazy high school experiences. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't get to like have those in your adolescence, then you might end up having them later in life when it might not be as appropriate. True. But it's probably not good for my developing mind. Like doing drugs as an adult is a much different experience than doing drugs as a, as a kid. Yeah, totally. Um, But I puked at this party and uh i remember what, like i did get way higher yeah. it was like eyeballs were rolling around it was like this was like the most intensely psychedelic moment on mushrooms i've ever had wow and i was fucked i was terrified of that moment for years after but i i was <laughs> like straight up i went to my buddies and i was like i'm gonna call my mom and he's like you are not calling your mom to my house right now. he's having a huge party everybody's just whack and i'm like yeah, well, man.
0: everyone was everyone, everyone was tripping
2: I think there's a lot of drunk people, but I think yeah. like half the party had probably eaten mushrooms. Like, you know, it was a it was a lit party. That's they had like right. a four foot bong, and I <laughs> think this was probably what made me puke because yeah. I was hitting that four foot bong like, like nothing. Not- yeah, wah-
0: when you're on wah- shrooms or wah- wah- as like you can fucking just like chief like you could take like seven bong hoots so like it's nothing. Yeah. Was, <laughs> so we
2: ended up. So I called my mom and I was like, "No, you got to pick me up at CPU," and she's like, "Why?" And I was Is this like, Queensland. Uh, no, in in Sundance. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so we walk over, and these two dudes are like, "Okay, we're gonna go get pizza," and I was. Like, thank god, because I probably wouldn't have made it there by myself. So they're like drunk and for sure, and they're running ahead of me, mm-hmm. and like I'm so high, and I'm watching this guy driving his car, and I see these dudes in the road, and I'm like, Yo, this car's gonna hit you. Yo, this car's gonna <laughs> hit you. Yo, this car's gonna hit you. And then the car straight comes and I just grab this dude and like vroom, and like vroom. and it was like oh, he was like, Yo, you just saved my life, and I'm like, I'm that's like, yo, I saw it coming. I had a premonition.
0: Yo, like some fucking center Sandra- no, not center but like fucking final destination shit. Dude, that's happened a few times on psychedelics
2: where I'm like watching cars and I'm like, this is gonna happen this guy's gonna crash. You might this have just been tripping though. <sighs> I, I see
0: that all the time, like near misses. I see a lot of near misses. Dude, when we lived on 14th Street. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Was that 14th Street? And 180th Ave? Is that where we
0: where were Where the fuck is that?
2: Oak uh like Palliser, uh uh Idiot. Glenmore Landing. I don't know if That's not... It can't be 180th, bro. I don't even know. My 90th Ave? I don't even remember my old address anymore. We used to watch so much crazy shit happen there. (laughs) It was this huge... We lived in like an aquarium-like apartment. Aquarium. That's a terrible way to explain (laughs) it. Uh, The whole thing was (laughs) like a big
0: glass. Everybody's calling us today. Yeah, fuck. We are busy
2: guys. I'm giving the message. Sorry, I can't talk right now. Yeah, oh, you hit him with the auto-reply. Hit him with the auto-reply. It was my
0: mom, too. Oh, (laughs) I, f- I should have hit him with the autopilot. I just ignored it.
2: Uh so we, yeah, we were in this big. It was like floor to ceiling glass windows, ten foot ceilings. The whole thing was just glass, so we could watch out everywhere, and you could see Heritage Park. Yeah, it must have been ninetieth Ave. Yeah. Uh and you could you could look at Glenmore Landing and see Heritage Park through the windows. It was really beautiful. Oh, that's like, sick. I loved hearing the the train whistle. I'd sit in my office. I hear the train whistle. Um, <laughs> but it was it was a pretty busy street yeah and you could watch so much shit happen it was crazy and Phenetians. because we were on the side of the reservoir yeah. there's so many like so much wildlife and stuff as well that's cool oh yeah
0: the best of both worlds that was uh, fucked up shit and mega beautiful stuff
2: so much mega beautiful stuff we did uh we did acid one night yeah. and um went and sat on glenmore La- uh, like on the edge of glenmore landing well, not the edge we went and sat on a bench at glenmore landing <laughs> and we watched the sunset over yeah. this vista but we painted it we both had the same palette to paint and uh, we and you had
0: paint. We hear them too. That's amazing. And
2: we painted the same thing at the same time. Yeah. And it's incredible because because we shared a palette. Um. The like our paintings are the same, but yeah. so different. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah gets in there. <laughs> she's probably gonna hate me for telling this story now, but she's like going in, and I was like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "Just painting, painting, painting." Like she's been a professional painter her whole life. Damn. And. And like I'm like, you know, kindergartening it up here. Like, you know, I like to say it's Picasso esque, but it's like kindergarten esque. It's like dinky yeah, dinky. And this family walks by. Yeah. And this family is like, Oh they're Eastern Europeans, what are you painting? And we're like, Oh, we're painting the sunset. And we're like, What? Yeah. And uh the lady's like, Hmm, hers looks like professional. Yours. (laughs) so they go by so they walk away and we finish painting and sarah literally like two minutes in she's done she's wow and i'll show you the paintings they're downstairs yeah and hers is like there's like fucking negative space in it for like the casting of the light it's it's like it's like she's been painting her whole life. I was, I'm like, I'm still astounded by yeah. the amount of technique that she put into it. Yeah. Having never painted before or that's taken, crazy. I took art every year of school. <laughs> she's never taken an art class. She just like had it. Like, dude, that's so cool. these So these people come back and I'm like still painting mine. Sarah's been done drawing hers for like a few minutes at this point. Yeah. And this lady again is like, let me see the paintings. <laughs> and uh, Sarah shows hers and she's like, this is beautiful. Do you have these for sale? Wow. And she's like, "No, this is like my first time." Doing it. She's like, "What? This is your first time doing it?" She's like, "You you should be a professional." And she's
0: like, "Yours still not very good." <laughs> and they just walk away. I was like, just "Oh, god, dropped the mic. Dropped the mic. You guys probably died laughing, hey?" Oh, it was
2: hilarious. It's still <laughs> super funny. Yeah,
0: fuck, that was fucking But good.
2: that was an, Yeah, that was a really cool moment. Super yeah. incredible. It was it's like amazing. Yeah, if I've ever seen somebody be biohacked before. Yeah. That moment was like
0: you should see if you should try, like not, not necessarily on SD, but like just try painting again. Add, d- you know
2: what's funny? I actually did buy a whole bunch of canvases and uh, huh? still haven't been painted.
0: She's not down. Maybe we'll try again. And give it a go. Take it a paint night.
2: Yeah, man. I wanted to do puff
0: and paints. What's that? Oh, fucking paint night. but we, yo, That's fire. I wanted to
2: organize that. I thought it'd be cool. That's a good idea. That's probably how I could get a female demographic that will want to
0: book me for parties to yeah. come to something. That's a good idea. A puff and paint. Yeah, I'm going to set that up. Like there it is. Beautiful. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. We're Ooh. doing a
2: puff and paint. We also have Cannabis Industry Networking every Friday at OT Brewing Company it's in Calgary, Alberta. Cheer, cheer, cheer. If you're trying to get into the industry or you want to be in the industry, come hang out. If you just want to have some beers with uh, some homies,
0: come on out. Meet some new people. OTB. What does that sound for? OT Brewing. Oh, OT Brewing.
2: Yeah. It's a good spot.
0: Where is it? What area is that? Mm, it's
2: kind of above Ogden. It's like on 42nd Ave. Okay. Right by Cash Casino.
0: Okay, okay. I know where that
2: is. Yeah, good brews. Homies the brewer. Um, Yeah, shout out to them. Thanks for letting me host my stuff there. Shout out to yeah shout out otb and oeb so tell me more about music tell me more about the hustle like where are you at what are the lessons you're learning what's like the grind for this year because you said you had 150 tracks
0: unreleased yeah i have a lot of music man my friends are starting to like go in on me and be like joking and being like yo like now you're just lacking at this point not putting this stuff out because like it's like you know i'm not delusional like we know like we know i have a deep love for this for music so it's like we know what's good and what's not and like I have a lot of uh really good stuff that i just want it to be delivered well because i feel like everything is how you, it's more so how you package it and what you show people you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i've been thinking so i have been shooting uh like little 30 second teaser like crazy like high quality clips for every song that i'm going to start dropping because i'm going to dro- start dropping them consistently but um yeah, just to, yeah, there's just a lot of variables like with like the guys shooting it and like the people editing it and you know waiting and whatnot, but I just know what I have, so it's kind of like. You know what I mean? I don't want to waste my bullets. Word. Like well, I think we said
2: like... we said this when I was in the garage. I was yeah. like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking don't agree at all. You should put everything out right now and you should be shooting these 30-second clips on your iPhone and like just go in full send. 150 days of music, a track a day, or at this point, you could do one every two days and have a track every second day for the entire year and yeah. then release new music next year, a whole album, uh, like a 12-track, complete heaters. Or the best ones, you just mm-hmm. keep them, dude. Have you seen this dude, Mark Rebier? Mark Rebier, no. Oh, he's—they call him uh fucking Loop Daddy. Loop Daddy. Papa Loops. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy is like pretty eccentric. He's a good singer and he's a great musician. Yeah. But he has uh like a Roland Loop Station, a keyboard, Logic, and a whole bunch of like percussion instruments. Yeah. And he just um. He just goes. Yeah. And he just records it, and whatever comes out. Is what he makes. And it's like everything's freestyle. But he makes content out of all of it. Really? And so it was just like, you know, like that theme, like jumping on the thing. He was one step away and then people just kept watching, kept watching. And now he's been touring the world. uh, And what he started doing, he's like, well, while I tour the world, I'm going to do a song a day on Instagram, exclusively for Instagram, in every hotel room I'm in. And so he's pumping out a track a day there. He literally is doing live tracks every night on stage yeah. and then he's re-aggregating these live tracks that he's doing into more youtube content because he can split them up yeah words and and it's like so he's in calgary on the 24th and i'm stoked i'm keep trying i keep asking him on
0: instagram to come be on the podcast because yeah. that'd be sweet that'd be fucking fire you know right? you know his shit too like you know it's good
2: yeah man I, I you know like i i was like if you know, if, if you don't want to come on the podcast, like come over and
0: jam. Mm. <laughs> yeah, your setup downstairs is wild. Thanks. Have you talked about it on the show before? Mm, not really. Yo, for y'all that don't know, man, he's got a crazy setup with like, like a full drum kit, keyboard, turntables, a beautiful guitar. I was like, holy shit, man, there's a musical fellow here. Yeah, I play it all too. Yeah, that's what's up. I, Multifaceted.
2: I want to learn uh, saxophone.
0: Oh man, that's the sexiest instrument, right? That's what the true lovers play. You know what I mean?
2: When I when I proposed to Sarah, I had a yeah. saxophone player hide on the on the uh, what's what the dock that I proposed. The to veranda her on.
0: was it a veranda? No, it was like a gazebo on the oh. end of a, a gazebo <laughs> on the end of a dock on
2: <laughs> it's the Caribbean just, Sea. That's
0: just as good. Yeah, it, it was better actually than and uh, <laughs> and uh,
2: yeah. So she, so what I did. This is good. I don't think I've ever told the proposal story on here. <laughs> so it's so. She, uh, she was like, before we went on vacation, she was like, you know, I've always wanted to kind of do a photo shoot. And I was like, so have I. And I was like, oh, this is the perfect time to propose and get it on film. So I booked a photo shoot in secret Uh and I was like how do i make it super special so i hired a sax player and i was like i was like i want you to hi- hide at the so end of so how did you find dog. a
0: sax player in the caribbean
2: i had to use the wedding planner at the uh resort yeah i yeah. like colluded with her for months to figure this out colluded. and so <laughs>
0: collusion collu- straight up collusion she was like <laughs> she was
2: like send me a picture of you and your fiance so that when you show up i can come pick you out of line and come check you in in private it Holy was like full collusion she came out of nowhere like oh, Mr. Friedman. <laughs> so, yeah, so the day comes, and, like, the sax players at the end of this, uh, at the end of the dock, yeah. and they have the dock all blocked off, and we're having lunch, and I'm like, okay, so we have a photo shoot, you know, at the, man, I'm forgetting the word for it. There's a specific word. Anyways. um,
0: What do you, what's the thing? On the dock,
2: I don't know. Anyways, anyways, yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, So we meet, we, we get out there, and the photographer meets us there We're like standing around yeah. and i'm like oh we're supposed to go out onto the dock the guards have it closed off and they're like they're like no you're not it's reserved for somebody and i'm like yeah i'm pretty sure it's reserved for me <laughs> and, and they're like uh and i see this dude at the end so i told them to get the saxophone player to hide and look like just a tourist yeah, any, just anybody was like
0: move like not like not like you know what i mean like his torso blocking yeah he was thing. just yeah. so
2: casual he had it yeah. all covered he had a he had his uh Cause I want I wanted to play a cover of latch because that's our song okay, okay. so we had so we had like a, a boom box and he had that covered in a towel because it's like super casual yeah and so the photographer comes over he's like oh hello and I had the ring in my hand and you and told I,
0: them though, but you told her yeah. that you had it blocked off like those. Yeah. But the guy was the like, picture. no, it's not for you. And yeah. then the
2: photographer came and the guy's like, Oh, it is for you. He's <laughs> like, he's like, good luck. Cause he knows That's- everybody at the resort knows exactly yeah. what's
0: going on at this point. That's so sick.
2: And so the photographer goes to shake my hand and I have my hand on the ring cause it, it's in my pocket. Yeah. And I've had it in there for hours at this point. Cause yeah. like, I didn't know how to get it in there for totally. the whole setup. Totally. And, uh, so he goes to shake my hand, and I'm like, "Shit, I can't take my hand off this ring." So I shake his hand with my left hand, yeah. and it's super awkward. And Sarah's like, "Whaty? What?" So we walk out to the to the end. Of
0: the <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's so weird. This is what it's called, the pier. Pier. Yeah. Damn, that took me a while. I so thought it was like a Spanish word or something. <laughs> so we walk out to the
2: end of this pier, and <laughs> dude's hiding. And he's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna take some test shots." And I knew it was like the test shots were the money, right? Yeah. He takes the test shots, and basically on the second one. I'm gonna get down on one knee, the sax player is gonna turn around and start ripping our song. Oh, and, man. And it fucking worked perfect. Dude, it was so good. I oh, gotta show
0: you the picture. Amazing. That's amazing, bro. Holy shit. I gotta show you the picture. Yeah, thank that's- God she said yes, or it would have been really awkward. Ooh, sax player just like throws the sax in the ocean.
2: He pitches it. <laughs> no, it was great. It was such a beautiful moment. And like the oh, sax player's that's ripping so- our song and yeah it is perfect it is it is really beautiful
0: that's amazing bro yeah thank For god
2: it all worked out i was so worried about dropping it's the beautiful. ring through the through the dock yeah. like just terrified yeah
0: <laughs> worst case scenario always right but no that's cool man That's beautiful congratulations thanks
2: <laughs> get married in jamaica
0: this year oh
2: hell yeah speaking of jamaica i loaded up our Puffco peaks oh hell yeah so i'm just gonna uh double tap yours while i i'm gonna get a little snap of <laughs> that Ooh, I, I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm double fisting now. We're in it. We're live on Snapchat, on the podcast. Oh. This is almost like Inception content, Double Puff Co-Peaks. Bam.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll post that later. You know? here yeah, that yeah, one's for
2: you. Disrespect
0: the listeners. And then
2: when it uh, when it goes, z- 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 you'll uh, yeah, just leave that on oh, while it heats whatever. up. I loaded it. Perfect. Oh, yeah, I, I know. It. Cheers.
0: Holy fuck, you go in, eh? That's wild. I'm already coughing from that. <coughs> Damn.
2: Zombie Kush.
0: <coughs> Zombie Kush. <coughs> Who's the place that makes Double made tap. Me? Oh, okay. <coughs> We're
2: back. We're the, back. These are the Puffco Peaks. They're just nice because they don't, uh,. I don't have to use a torch or anything, and it's yeah, it's
0: so chill. It looks cool as fuck too.
2: People say it, it looks like an alien dildo.
0: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's like that, you know, that uh, young thug tweet where it's like, "No homo, we smoking no penises." No homo, we smoking no penises. <laughs> you think the blunts are so big they look like dicks? <laughs> big. I call them gorilla fingers <laughs> instead of gorilla dicks. <laughs> gorilla fingers is chill. One time uh, for. Um, For four twenty fucking um we rolled like one of those like giant raw cones like the ones that you put like a half O in. Oh yeah. So like I took a picture with that, I was like, no homo, we smoking no whale chodes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I like whale chodes more than smoking penises. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird one. I don't know if I could ever out loud say like I'm smoking a
0: <laughs> We <We're> smoking dicks. <laughs> smoking big dicks in the bins.
2: You know what one of my biggest pet peeves is though, is when people say uh they're smoking a doink and they're not smoking a blunt? Yeah, word. I'm like, you're not smoking a doink.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a G. But I guess I just mean doinks and a big ass G.
2: But R.I.P. Fat Dave. He would he would have had none of that. Who's Fat Dave? He's the guy that started doinks. The word doinks.
0: Oh yeah, the chubby <coughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, smoking yeah. big doinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got loud. Who wanna link up? I think he
2: died of diabetes.
0: Say word. Word. Rest in peace, man.
2: Rest in peace, Fat Dave. Or King Dave, not Fat Dave. King Dave, Dave yeah.
0: <laughs> He's becoming like a legend. Like, you know, mad for like a legend on the, in the internet. Like a popping dude.
2: Okay, well, I'm done with my dab. But then the one thing you got to do... How do you know is is uh, when it's done? When you want to stop puffing it. Yeah,
0: I'm fluked.
2: I'm a flavor. I'm there for the flavor. I'm not really in it for much more. or Here, let me see
0: that one. Let <coughs> me clear it.
2: Thank you. Got to clean it up because that's the hard part about the oil yeah. is uh you waste a lot of it, right? Like there's that much in there. I guess
0: still so. bang it out. Can you turn it back on in a bit or is it not good to do that? It'll just taste bad. I'm not yeah, too worried, weird. but Fuck I'd it. rather you
2: have the fire. which back? Cannabis sommelier. <laughs> We're about the flavors. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm never really that worried about getting people intoxicated.
0: Yeah. Not, not going to lie. That that beer doesn't taste that good, but with this, it actually kind of like it the tastes better. Taste,
2: does it make it sweeter in your mouth?
0: Yeah, the aftertaste of the beer tastes a bit better I'll try after it. the dab. just feels good. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong.
2: No, I think you're right. I think it brings out that coconut flavor. Takes down the weird acidic rhubarbiness. Mm-hmm. Does make it better. You want to smell this? Smell them side by side. You'd be If they work on the palate, then they'll definitely work on the nose. So smell the beer first. Know, uh, know the beer. And then hold them side by side and just like go in and like...
0: All right. I to give my breath up. Do the Wemhof. Oh. Oh, that is a cool little mixture there. And
2: then it starts changing, right? It's yeah. uh it's interesting.
0: Because you can only That's cool, man. Those like literally like fusion, like that's cool.
2: Yeah, we smell stuff, right? Yeah. And those smells are just terpenes oxidizing into the air. That's like when you spin a glass of wine, that's what you're doing. That's why it smells more because you're oxidizing yeah. the yeah, yeah. terps. Um, yeah it's just you're just blending smells in your nose you ever go to sage in the mall yeah they have a million mixtures of essential oils basically the same idea
0: yeah just uh I found those sort of stores they all smell like you can't really smell that as well cause like there's so many smells in the air you know what I mean yeah a lot of shit like conflicting
2: I don't know how anybody could work there that must be like honestly when people talk about uh workplace hazards yeah that's a that's a pretty hazardous place like uh terpenes are corrosive People use them as solvents, like limonene is an industrial solvent.
0: Shit. You know, that stuff. Pr- is that what that sage stuff is made out of?
2: Yeah, just terpenes. It's oh, just gosh. essential oils.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so so what the hell? But uh, yo, I like put it put that shit in the steam room. You know what I mean? I'll put a couple drops of essential oils like on the, in the steam head. Because in low concentrations, it's good for you. Okay. But at
2: a point where it becomes, it's like all yeah, surrounding you all day. Yeah. once all that you breathe. Yeah. like it. You know, there's a certain allowed um amount of everything that can be in the air. Mold, yeah. uh, butane whatever in any workplace environment. Mm. I would just be a, I would just love to see what a what an air sample looks like in oh, in one of those stores.
0: Lovers. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. stoner thoughts. <laughs> 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 no, that's true shit because I for a second he scared me. I was like, Oh fuck. But I'm like, no no no, like using that eucalyptus and like no you know, it's good for you stuff, yeah a little bit yeah. definitely good. good you. you feel little like you know it's all the gas i smoke in the blunts and stuff it's nice it helps like you know what i mean mean fight back, i clear it up a bit and a good bit your mind i find
2: It's interesting when people talk about cannabis, I never like to talk about the effects of cannabis because I feel like I have no right to, Mm -hmm. but if I was going to suggest things, it's interesting to see what essential oils work in natural medicines for anti-anxiety, anti-inflammatory, all of those things and have been proven in, uh, uh, natural medicines. Um, if you can relate that to cannabis, the smells in cannabis, you'll have a much better understanding of the effect of the cannabis than bunching it into a group of indica, sativa, or hybrid. Yeah. That's the way. If you want, like, a good understanding, that's the way.
0: Like how the essential oils are. Understand, oh, aromatherapy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah.
0: Damn, man. These are fucking, yeah, that's a really good, that's a really good point. i never, i never heard that before. No, people don't,
2: uh, I, I talked about it on somebody else's podcast, but I was yep. like, people are not making the connection between smells in mm. all of these other things. Like there's nothing new about the smells in there. It's all a group of, like there's 160 cannabinoids in cannabis, yep. but they've identified like 360 terpenes, Yeah. but these terpenes could only be identified If they were identified in other natural things already, right? Does that make
0: sense? True, yeah, it already exists. It's not like a new thing.
2: Humulene is a term, uh, a prominent terpene, and it's like kind of spicy, sour. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, It's found. That's like that gas smell.
2: Sour diesel, white widow, are two good examples of it. But that humulene comes from the word humulus lupulus, which is the scientific name of hops. Because Hobbes and cannabis are genetic cousins. Mm-hmm. So that, like, humulene is uh, named from that. But they found it in cannabis, but they realized that it was the same
0: terp. Damn, man. You're fucking scientist. Not really. I'm just
2: a guy He's that talks about canvas i might even be botching the facts Hopefully.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> for all
0: i know those could all be <laughs> less
2: yeah in my opinion uh, no that's the one thing i tell people all the time like i do the reviews i do all these things yeah don't fucking listen to me like objectively listen to me yeah, yeah, yeah. please not to be all end all everything you do yeah. objectively consume that content mm-hmm. like it can be a data point, but you shouldn't only ever have one data point. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a scary
0: idea. Facts. I find that's, like, what a lot of people do now. They go off just one shit and, like, with this, like, cancel culture and, like, you know what I mean? Like, just how, like, things are. And, like, I feel people do that a lot and, like, outside of just just in life, you know what I mean? Just, like, maybe just now just because people have just short attention spans and, like, don't give, like, you know what I mean? Just want to be outraged, like, when it's a story break to some shit. Like, and then then like they find out later that that's not actually how it was you know what I mean
2: yeah it's interesting I just saw I know, do you remember that like 16 year old uh white kid who like with the make America great again hat that faced off with the Native American yeah, yeah. protester yeah that kid's parents are trying to sue the Washington Post for 250 million dollars of damages saying that that kid just just got in the way at a bad time and they they're trying to vilify
0: him what and I was like, oh, uh, that's, I don't know about that. It didn't I, look like it was there at a bad time.
2: I know he is smirk was a little too, yeah, a like, little too shitty. Yeah.
0: Too eating. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> it doesn't look
2: like he got in the middle to break up that. Uh, yeah, fight. Not at all. But, you know, again, like I get, I get why the Maybe. media went after him. It's interesting now because everybody's like, well, there is a bias towards Donald Trump. Well, yeah. yeah, cause the guy fucking sucks, yeah, you know the media wants to report bad stuff about him because it's great it's yeah. it's it's good content facts
0: Th- you know there's been reports and shit fucking um like we can pull it up I forgot what website and like a couple of websites where they showed that like a lot of Russian hackers it's like it's it's a fact that like people actually they the government actually pays like people in Russia full time to like they're like social media experts where they like create these sort of con like this sort of content to devise fake news exactly shit in america to like turn people you know what i mean separate with like extremists on one side and extremists to one side it's fucking and they say and that apparently that was one of the videos like when they traced it back to where it came from it was that like it was like one of them but no
2: surprise man to think that propaganda is a new thing Mm -hmm. or that nobody's playing in that like it didn't. No, di-
0: n- people don't even think that though. Well, you know st- I, mean?
2: I know, and it's stupid. It honestly pisses me off to think that propaganda died with Joseph Goebbels. Yeah, who was the propaganda yeah, but he minister. Created
0: it, yeah, uh, the Third Reich. Yeah,
2: he was just really fucking good at it. He definitely didn't invent it. Yeah. he's just really good at it.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, like it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and I and I talk about this, uh, often. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but I don't even care. <laughs> um, the internet is for sale. Yeah, And the internet is now a basic necessity of life. Mm-hmm. The internet is almost free for everybody. No matter what you do, like you can get free internet. So yeah. the access to information is literally free. Yet, there's unlimited free speech that's for sale. That's a scary idea.
0: Yeah, fuck. It's fucking deep. That was a crazy way to put it. Fuck... I forgot what I was going to say after that, man. That was a fucking bomb. <laughs> so, sorry.
2: Yeah. No, it's uh, it's crazy. When you see one of the things that interested me about cannabis legalization was when um, one of my wine buddies was like, look how many people in the liberal government are on uh, our executives or our board of directors for cannabis companies.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> the list kept going and going. I was like jaw dropped. That's wild. Yeah, and, like, that relates back to what we were saying earlier about people just going off one source, you know what I mean? They see, like, a bit, like, one thing, they think it's just another, or they think that's it, like, that's just how it's packaged to, to people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude. No,
2: but I loved your analogy of the internet earlier, like jumping on the trampoline. Can you say that? Can you tell me that one again?
0: Oh, because um, you were talking about how your uh, content, like some of the videos, like how like you'll get like like a oh, regular yeah, no amount of views. yeah, and then like one will just randomly pop off and get like fucking mad views, like you know what I mean? Twenty k, thirty k, and fucking, and then it's gonna it's gonna keep getting more and more higher and higher. So. And I related that to, I think it was Adam22 that was talking about it, where, um, or someone like that. It was like some sort of like, um, Uh, Some sort of personality like that, but they're talking about how when you're creating stuff on the internet, it's like jumping on a trampoline, and it's like you're doing, you do, well, you do one jump and you do two jumps, and then like the neighbors hear you and they come outside and they see you jumping, and they're like, wow, cool, and then like some other kids from up the block they hear you, they come out of their backyard and like a couple more kids from the backyard come out, and there's like, you know, all of a sudden there's ten kids watching you jumping up and down, you're like, and then like, you know, it keeps happening slowly, like what you jump a couple times and no more. Kids come, but then you jump again, like another five come. Then, out of nowhere, like a bus drives by full of kids and they see you jump, and they're like, Holy shit! And they all come out, and now they're they're all watching you. Yeah, then then you learn to flip while those kids are there, exactly. Then you do a flip for the kids, and then, like, you know, there's like a hundred people, and like they're telling their friends, like You're doing crazy shit on this trampoline, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like that's just how it fucking grows.
2: That's how it blows up. Was there a moment where, like,
0: keep flipping? You you
2: said that, uh, yeah, keep flipping, exactly. So, like, uh, yeah, that's for you, man oh i'll get it oh you got it um so with the music like you that was the moment you got paid i remember you told that story but like was there like a moment that is like fuck yeah like this is i build the connects like this is gonna work this is the moment
0: i felt that the most uh this year in the summer because i was working uh like when i was in uh, holland i was working with like you know what i mean like serious musicians and like crazy producers who like um one of them he ghost produces like well i shouldn't say i shouldn't really say who because he's ghost producing but he ghost produces like for like some like really big uh edm artists and Mm -hmm. like just in general and works with some big people and we were working with them and like they just saw the talent and it's like and like because me and my homie stevie ross who um he's got like some songs with mercules that have like 10 million views and stuff like they kill it and uh, he's like a soul singer whereas with my stuff it's like uh it's like it's different as well and then when we link up we make stuff that's different from both our shit so it's really cool but um so we were just like creating and they just saw how quick we did it and like the quality of it and they were like holy fuck and like um they're still working on some shit out there i don't know how it's going but um, hopefully good yeah definitely we're just waiting on we were waiting but who knows um that's how it goes uh but fucking uh yeah so then like and then when we went to poland and just like shut it down in front of like 800 people and like they're like singing along the hot boy like yelling like turning the fuck up like i was about to stage dive there but i was like oh fuck it i was like oh, no, i don't i don't know but it was, like, you don't trust them yeah I staged, I staged that for the first time on my own show that i did like here in december where i headlined it and it was like my people like my crowd so i felt more safe too because it was like oh yeah you know what i mean it's fucking you know, sketchy y'all, it's, man y'all won't let me fall i made sure i made eye contact with like one or two guys and then they're like yeah they're like yeah yeah and i was like okay let's get it then (laughs) i've
2: watched a few people hit the floor
0: yeah i'm not gonna do it without like you know because like i did it and then like and my boys were like yeah come and i was like okay let's go
2: (laughs) okay so is this something when you hit that euro tour yeah
0: yeah so uh sorry 2018 right 2018 summer yeah so like in poland like um sometimes it's like you need to go somewhere else to see how real the love is and like how and remind to remind you who you are because like if you're always in the, your own like environment that's cool and like the love is there but it's like people are almost afraid to show the love
2: who's fucking hyping up hot boy over there dude
0: they they all were like it, we just like tore it up like we just like that's killed crazy. it and we got a lot of love from there and like we chilled with this uh, YouTuber from there who's like he's like the top YouTuber in Poland and like he does numbers uh for like music YouTuber and like he just like knows all these guys and he does shows and, like we did one where like on the youtube video where we reacted to like the polish rappers and like to their videos and like you know and it was like funny and stuff and like then they had one of them reacting to ours and uh did like a live stream and shit and like we legit made fans like they still focused me and like comment on my shit and like tag me and them like playing my stuff in poland like i'm definitely gonna be making a- i got another song actually with uh, a couple artists from their Shout out timek and um my boy michael for helping set up and they're gonna get another dude on there and that's gonna be like a jet <clears throat> a jam because i did the chorus on it and like, it's like a slam dunk chorus And like, the guy goes in Like, I'll show it to you Like, I don't know what he's saying But that shit is hard Like, the flows are so like The flows are like so, so fucking fire Do you know any Polish? Uh, you piękna. That means you're so beautiful
1: Oh, nice <laughs> That's
0: all you gotta know but, um yeah, like I said, sometimes you just got to go to other places to, like, see how real the love is, you know what I mean? Because, like, in, like, in your home, where your home is, people are afraid to show love because whatever affiliations they might have. And it's, like, in general, like, people don't really respect it as much here unless you go, like, show you can, you know, unless you do something somewhere else. It's, like, I saw this quote, it's, like, you're, um you know, people won't support you unless, like, they see strangers, you know what I mean, supporting you, and that's it. So, it's, like... Was I, after that? I went to Toronto for a week and worked with like Hudson Alexander, who's this really crazy producer, and like a couple other people, and like just like, you know, things. Just like just met some people, and I could just tell, like I could just feel that, like, damn, are you in trouble or something?
2: No, I know if people call twice. I'm just gonna get them with the sorry. I can't talk right now.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. I
2: gotta turn it off. I don't know how to make my computer not talk to me.
0: Oh, that's hectic.
2: Ernie, yeah, I'm playing a I'm playing a DJ set. Oh, sick! And it's the guy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Hopefully, it's not.
2: Yeah, hopefully, it's all good. I don't like it when people call. People.
0: people. Oh, why not, bro? Calling gets shit done so much faster. I know.
2: I call. I call. I call people all the time. But, like, I don't know. Homie usually emails.
0: Mm, that's true. Maybe just wanted to touch base. I know.
2: Now I'm like, damn. I'm going to start putting my phone on airplane mode when I do mm-hmm. these podcasts.
0: Yeah, facts. It's a good idea. But no, yeah, that's last summer going to Toronto and stuff and just like. So you found re- you found f-
2: real fans. Like, there's fans. Exactly.
0: And, like, people in Toronto, we did a show as well. Like, they really fucked with it as well. And just, like, artists that, like, I've kind of known for a little while, they're starting to, like, bubble and, like, do their own shit. Like, I'm starting to do my shit. And, like, we're like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I can just feel the stars landing. And now I'm going to be going spending more time in uh, Toronto. And, like, not without saying too much, but, like, you know, there's some, like, really cool opportunities starting to, like, present themselves and, like... I can just feel the the momentum getting rolling. If y'all haven't heard my shit, it's Harm Franklin on Spotify or you know Apple Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, all that stuff. I make my own stuff as well as songwrite for other artists. When
2: are you trying to go to Toronto? I think you should release a song a day until you
1: go.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna go for a week in March, and then I'm gonna come back and probably uh, spend a like I'm gonna spend a longer amount of time out there than like you know full time be there because I feel like I. Uh, I've like hit the ceiling that there is to do here. I've done everything I've done here. Calgary's know? hard. This is a hard yeah. market.
2: This is actually. I'm glad you brought this up because this is one of the hardest markets to like start a different culture. Yeah. In. Like you know, like because no, there
0: isn't like a full. It's still developing. Here. Nobody's
2: here to fuck with hip hop. Yeah.
0: It's nobody's EDM here to fuck with cannabis.
2: Country. Well, it's interesting. I, is it EDM? Like, there's enough. There's there's enough, but yeah. there's not like a ton. A I show guess. here isn't like a, t- a show in Vancouver or Toronto, or Edmonton even. Like, the culture it's in Edmonton... It's pretty
0: popping here, don't you think? It's, like, pretty full at uh, most of the shows for EDM stuff. Most of the time, yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah. I guess. I haven't... I, admittedly, I haven't I'm been getting, to one since I left the industry. Where? Like, I used to go to them once a week. Yeah, you just... When meant, I worked for Blueprint. You were, like, peace. Yeah, I didn't want anything to do with that anymore. I wanted to dedicate my time and my talent to something that I thought would be a real business in my future. Yeah, that right. ended up being wine and cannabis. Right. Um that's sick. Wine was just an avenue and everything that I do now I learned from fucking up in music. Really? Yeah, I learned that like I got you know, we were talking about how many unreleased tracks we have. I got like sixty unreleased tracks I should just fucking put them out. I should still fucking put them out yeah. cuz it's worth it. Yeah. But I don't want to at this point cuz I don't think that's very good music. But at that point it would have been totally worth obvious. it to just pump it out. So that's why I always just pump out my videos. Mm-hmm. I'm not holding anything back. Like if I film it, it's going out. Mm-hmm. One of the things I wish I did was I was I wish I was more like Relax, taking videos of myself while I'm working and yeah. sharing that with people as well because yeah. I think people would kind of like to see my vlog over just seeing the content that I'm creating and like the show and appearance that I'm making yeah. I think I think a vlog would be really interesting but I don't know if it would be interesting to anybody but me but it might show the struggles of like an entrepreneur right and yeah. I think that's what people are more connected with and why people watch YouTube mm-hmm. again I'm just nervous to get, get into that avenue doing the podcast was like daunting task in itself and now that i'm doing it it's really exciting so maybe i'll enjoy doing the vlog
0: facts won't even have to edit it and just turn it it on and go yeah well like like cut it and stuff right why yeah i guess so i don't need it like what are people
2: watching on youtube right like i think we'd be so surprised to see how people consume content
0: i've noticed though for podcasts like with uh once they start doing visuals, like the views do go up. Like people do like watch it too. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm trying to figure that out. I'm gonna rearrange this room mm-hmm. so that we have a couch right here. Oh word! And then we'll each have a mic. We'll have we'll each have a side table. Yeah. Be able to swing the mic in, and then we'll kind of just. But I'm I'm deciding also because it might be nice if if I had two like pretty cool chairs, yeah, yeah. and then the mic sat on a middle table, and they, like, came in this way, and yeah. then we could kind of look at each other too, because it might be awkward oh, if definitely. we're just sitting on a couch, and we have to, like...
1: <laughs> hey! um, but, yeah, I want to get the <laughs> video two going. chairs is a
0: good
2: idea. I want to get the video going yeah, really or badly. Three chairs, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just a huge... That's a big undertaking.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a mission, man. It's the video,
2: the video might be the hardest part of all of this. It's a lot of work. Do people want? To, it's interesting though. I'm like, fuck. Do people want to see me sit here like this?
0: <laughs> they do though, because there's like, like the shit does like, both scratching or shit. Like, you know what I mean? There's like, there's just like actions and talking. Like people, I, I don't know. People throw the mood lighting in here. People like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're
2: right. You're right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm also thinking I could probably just even turn the desk like into the middle of the room. Yeah. divide the room like we're talking across the desk
0: totally that'd be chill as fuck
2: It would just look really weird in here at other times but you know yeah what at what point does the podcast take priority
1: Mm-hmm.
0: true well because i got to keep
2: shoot because i shoot videos yeah that way so
0: well. it keeps going up the charts then maybe it is you know you, you boys getting hot out here so
2: yeah well everybody please uh scroll down if you're listening to this open up your phone rate five stars if you think it's five stars but please rate it five stars
0: rate it five star anyways
2: yeah please <laughs> Um, and throw a comment down because cause when you comment these are the things that help me get prioritized and one of the reasons i am showing up in the Top 100 Food Podcast since we launched
0: oh can you comment on Spotify as well
2: I don't know if you can comment on Spotify I'm not as well versed as I am on iTunes Podcast because that's right. I don't know why I'm looking at that one as the only one that matters it's kind of like me just focusing on Instagram. I don't just focus on Instagram, but right. I focus on Instagram too much where I should be focusing on other shit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I wrote more LinkedIn articles. Um, I wish I stopped... Is
0: LinkedIn popping in like that?
2: Not really, not yet, but people do read the articles Word. when I post them. Yeah. Um, I wish I was writing more. I've made some partnerships with a bunch of media houses. Yeah. And I don't like like writing mm-hmm. that much yeah but i have a lot to write about and yeah. when i did sit down and write one night for like an hour and a half i wrote five stories and they <sighs> and they all got submitted to them already been published wow and it's like in a really credible place i was on the, on the herb life go it, check it out theherblifestyle.com yeah. read about the modern host or cannabis and wine pairing um but i'm really excited to like write some more for this new magazine called the planter's guide mm-hmm. and then Actually, somebody I should connect you with is my man Joey Bravo. Ooh, shit. Shit,
1: shit, shit.
2: <laughs> so respectmyregion.com is like a hip-hop hip hop blog for the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And these guys are killing it. Yeah. Three million-plus interactions on Facebook a month, million-plus interactions on Twitter a month. That's fine. Um, yeah. I met them when they flew me to Bel Air to do this awesome party. Damn. Uh And my man Joey is crushing it. Like, we're working on some awesome stuff right now. And I'm writing for them, but they write about hip hop. Yeah. They do new upcoming hip hop, and they're looking for like content creators to like crush with. Like, they want to, they want to make people famous
0: dude that's fucking fire yeah <laughs> you should definitely plug us in man We could definitely see what's good
2: yeah no definitely you gotta hit up joey right after we leave be like yo it's just on andy's podcast i'll i'll connect to you guys Sick. in an email or whatever and be like
0: yeah i'll send him a care package of some
2: bangers so we he can hear it himself be like oh dude the more content you have the better he'll fucking he'll they'll crush it he's awesome Word. he's awesome Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. No. Joey's a good dude. respectmyregion.com dot com. Go check them out for the latest hip hop news. Let's good cannabis it. news. I'll be having a a column on there.
0: That's dope. I'm fucking out here, bro. <laughs> yeah,
2: doing everything writing that book for homie. Like yeah. it's
0: a lot of writing. I've learned to transcribe yeah. with the microphone. Yeah. Um see some of the stuff you say, it's like I was even thinking, I'm like, man, you should be a writer in my head when you were talking. And then like I'm like, oh yeah, you are a writer. 'Cause yeah, that's fucking fire. I just need to get paid to be a writer. Yeah, it's coming, man. It's coming, exactly. It's all about the hustle. It's
2: all about just committing the time. Facts. Have the have you know what's dope? I Googled my name Campus Moya, Andrew Friedman, and it was like seven eight pages just straight of me Sick. all this stuff all this different <laughs> just suck, aggregate content
0: sucking your own dick eh? straight the fuck <laughs> yeah, up you gotta, i was you like sometimes
2: but that was the moment i was like okay it's finally fucking working Sick. like maybe they'll fucking verify me on instagram soon yeah, i try yeah. every goddamn month and they never verify me
0: <laughs> what does it have to be isn't doesn't, doesn't you don't you have to like prove that there's like fake accounts or some shit or like no What do you got to do? You just got to prove that you're a real person, that you're credible.
2: And I'm like, what the fuck? Yo, just Google my name. (laughs) <laughs> please they make you send a picture of your id
0: oh shit and
2: yeah they're like what's your alias what if we search for you what will you come up as and every month i get turned down and all i want is that little blue check mark because <laughs> it comes with so many advantages you the different marketing tools you get with that verified badge yeah. in your story are crazy really? you can swipe oh, directly to internet pages yeah swipe up right now you can only swipe to igtv videos if you're not verified you yeah. swipe up you can swipe to any internet page the advantage of that is just insane.
0: Yeah, that's nutty. Like you can do that on Snap, but yeah,
2: not IG. I don't utilize Snapchat. No. It's uh yeah, it just died out for, for me.
0: What do you find your crowd is like for like the the the, the uh, sommelier stuff?
2: Uh well, it's hard to say. It's a very mixed demographic, but I, I want to appeal to like a 40- to 65-year-old female demographic. Well, a 30- to 65-year-old female demographic. Okay, okay. Um, but I feel like I have a lot of followers in the kind of 25- to 45- male demographic. And okay. then I think I have a little bit older of a female demographic. Maybe that 30- to 65 that I hope. But I know um, that it's male-dominated, 65-35. Like yeah. Which is not what i anticipated yeah but i think it's because i'm more cannabis heavy than i am wine heavy mm. right like i'm definitely more cannabis focused yeah on my instagram posts and stuff than i am wine focused mm-hmm. so
0: you should hit them you know wine week or something you hit them with the wine
2: yeah i uh, i should hit them with the wine for the
0: ladies
2: for the ladies i just don't know yeah it's interesting i always think about the content on instagram it's like what do people want to see on instagram what's working what's working right now cocktail videos one minute one minute 30 cocktail videos yeah people seem to really like
1: um
2: i did a video where i was just asking people out you know thanking people and asking them to come listen to the podcast tell them what we were talking about that one did really well yeah um but i did do one cocktail video that i thought was gonna blow up and it got like nothing nothing like 20 likes I I invented a st- chocolate strawberry sour. Like nobody else on the internet had done it. I had this idea. I was like, oh, what's Valentine's Day? What chocolate cho- strawberry. I
0: don't even know what a chocolate strawberry sour is. Uh, it's a cocktail. Okay. So,
2: do you know what like a sap, like a whiskey sour or an amaretto sour drink I've would be? I've heard of whiskey sour. Okay, so if you had a whiskey sour, it's it it's like uh. Well, mine I used lemon, but you can use lemon or lime, depending mm-hmm. on what your recipe is, depending on what your ingredients are. But you would use a sour citrus ingredient yeah. with your liquor, with a little bit of sweet, um, and the honey then or something? to get a f- uh, no, like a simple syrup. You could use honey or agave, whatever you wanted, yeah. whatever your recipe desires. Yeah. Um, but then you use egg white to create foam on top. Yeah. So I made this strawberry simple syrup, and uh, it was like cointreau uh liqueur uh a red vermouth like mm-hmm. a sweet vermouth uh vodka st- infused strawberry simple syrup yeah and egg white shaken and then i strained that out so the bottom was like this beautiful pinky red color yeah. and then i had this layer of foam on top and i dashed a uh, aztec chocolate bitters on top so when you drank it you would smell the chocolate yeah but you would taste the strawberry it was really, it was really delicious. Damn, Sarah yeah. loved it.
0: That sounds bomb. She, yeah, it was a good drink. Dude, you're freaking. Uh, what's it called? You're you like a trophy. You're like a dream husband.
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess so. i'm happy hopefully <laughs> i think sarah says that a lot she texts me she's like I, can't, I miss you so much right now she's like i know you're podcasting but i really miss you i'm like oh, oh that's man. nice i love you too <laughs> you're that's
0: sweet that warms my insides yeah now
2: i just gotta make some money and then i'll be a real dream husband
0: <laughs> that's coming too man it's coming
2: yeah eventually just with the hustle right that's what it's all about consistency right. is key that's kind of one of the big things i'm learning yeah. is like the more content the more consistent content, mm-hmm. the more you show up on a big stage, too, is one of the interesting things. Because if you are hitting it and you have this like moment and you follow it up with a bunch, but then you don't have another moment, it seems to like you like, I don't know, at least in my case, lights have always flickered for me. Yeah. Which is interesting. So I'm excited for my big moves.
0: Yeah, word. In the next two months. Hell yeah, man. I, agree. I'm, I feel the same time for some time for, yeah Level
2: you, up. you always got to keep it going right you make that content make that content yeah and then just have that and that's what moment. i've been
0: doing this whole time is just like just loading it up loading it up and now i have enough where i can just consistently just let it go and just consistently feed people and like yeah i have a, I have a really cool really cool way i'm gonna do it and then it's all gonna lead into like other shit and yeah the only <laughs> thing i've ever
2: built up is the
0: podcast yeah, well, shit, that's, it's going well, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
2: Dude, it's awesome. Thanks yeah. for being here. It's cool getting to know you. Um, definitely, definitely.
0: No, the podcast,
2: I well, I thought to myself, when I first started the YouTube channel, I would do my cannabis, pa- uh, my beer pairing or my wine pairing the day before I would release it, oh, and shit. I would always feel fucking pressured, Yeah. but I wanted it to be authentic, and I didn't want to be, like, doing a whole bunch of stuff in the same day. Like, I wanted to be learning and throughout yeah. the weeks and, like, you know, see the change. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but the podcast just because of the amount of time that it actually takes to have the conversation mm-hmm. the after edit i don't know why people complain mm, i was i'm an audio engineer like i put my i put my 10,000 hours into it like <laughs> I, but i don't know why people complain about the after editing and all the stuff that it takes cuz
0: yeah you went to you went with Justin to uh, i never right? went okay. i
2: laughed i i straight up laughed at people that went to audio engineering school and, you and took o- tutorials yeah, man, YouTube University. I say this all the time. Anything you ever want to learn is free on the internet. you just, if you're too lazy to find it, yeah. then, like, don't fucking waste your money at university. <laughs> I never went to university. Yeah. Like, l- let me tell you, everything I ever learned was, well, I kind of did, yeah. but everything I ever learned was on the internet. Um, but I think I was fortunate. My dad knew the dude that started the beach. Yeah. Uh, the oh, school, shit. The school they went to. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I went there when I was like 18 and I've been like playing drums and I kind of knew a little bit of musical cat. Yeah. But I wasn't like, I had no crafted skill Mm -hmm. at all. I never even jammed with somebody. And I went there and I was like, yeah, I want to make music. And the dude, Lanny Davidson, he's like, he's like, I don't teach people how to make music. He's like. That's the grand illusion of this school is that I can teach you creativity. He's like, don't come here because you're just going to waste your father's money. And he's like, I'm only saying this because your dad's a friend. He's like, Go and learn absolutely everything you can by yourself. And when you've run out of every other option and you've exhausted every last learning tool that you could find for free, that's when you should come here to learn to be an audio engineer. Damn. And I took that advice straight to heart. I was like, thank you. Like, that is some of the most straight-up, real, fucking great advice I have uh, ever gone in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and that guy makes a living off of taking people's money to go to school yeah. at his place. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. biggest like, school is the biggest house. Like, our homie went. So, this is a great example, though. I know a lot of people that have a degree from there yeah. that have never produced a track, recorded a track, made a beat.
0: Oh, serious? Bro, think about it. Yeah, I know that's lots that's true. I know a couple of people like that too, yeah. And it's, you know what's fucked up? We both
2: know a couple. Yeah. That's like $100,000. Jeez. Right? That guy got you. He can't teach you creativity. You're coming here to have a dream. Like, man, making beats is easy. At one point, I started making two or three a day.
0: That's you, fire. That's really fire. Once
2: you get good at it, put your 10,000 hours in. Sit at the computer. Learn music. Fucking get good maybe i'm just a psychopath like i don't know
0: but i don't know and i know people that could do that too uh,
2: sarah is always like it's too easy for everything seems too easy for you and i'm like no i put in. i put in the time
0: yeah i didn't just like start now yeah you're just not watching like the time like the
2: thousands of hours that it takes to to get
0: here here yeah
2: it's not exactly yeah none of it none of of it's easy none of it's overnight man yeah nothing's overnight i was playing guitar a few nights ago she's like oh it just came so easy to you i'm like we're two years into me like playing guitar a half hour or an hour a day now like yeah when i was first learning because i took lessons when i was a kid but i never learned fucking anything yeah i literally couldn't play a lick and then um last year last summer not this summer but last summer two years yeah uh, my parents went away to a family reunion. I didn't go. Saw this guitar I had bought when I was 14 that I never learned to play. I was like, I'm gonna learn to play this guitar.
0: Yeah.
2: And um here I am, fucking ripping it. Feels great.
0: Did you just teach yourself off YouTube? Fuck yeah, YouTube University, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna teach myself keyboard off of YouTube because I want to get like to help the producers and like do shit. You know, do melodies and stuff.
2: Yeah, be in it. Exactly. I'm a easy. good
0: backseat producer. Like, I'll, like, help, like I'll help choose the sounds and, like, which snare and, like, what type of hat, like, just the vibe of it and, like, direct it and, like, you know what I mean? But Bro, I don't know get, how to fucking press the buttons and... Get the
2: program. That was the only reason I started making beats. I was rapping.
0: Mm-hmm. I was
2: buying beats. I was working with people, Uh, like, always constantly. Like, that was the biggest struggle. Like, yo, you have any beats for me? Do you have anything that's good? Like, let me see what you're making. Yeah. And fucking, there was never any goddamn beats and i didn't have money to pay for them yeah and i was like okay let's see if i can make them yeah and it was pretty fucking easy i don't know like i was a drummer and that was the easiest translated part of making boom bap yeah, beats yeah. was like finger drumming was literally something i had been doing my whole life on my desk yeah uh and it was just like bam and then nobody but nobody was listening yeah and then i made one dance track yeah Everybody listened, and I was like, "Oh, well, I might as well keep doing this." And that was, the, and that was the moment where I was like, "Always trying to put lyrics on everything, yeah. trying to rap on top of everything," and I always kept that in the back of my mind with the vibes. Yeah. But it just like yeah, it's start like clicking out house music or fucking <laughs> techno or trap music or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then then Yeah, it was it was good, and uh but yeah, just like you're saying, if you're good at it, if you got an ear for it, you might as well just do it because. Thanks. but honestly the coolest thing i've ever seen and what i always dreamed of doing was having everything on stage yeah like uh i had this one great write-up in beat root where this chick came in well i was like it'd always be my dream i got this midi fighter 3d it's like an xy controlled midi instrument with arcade buttons oh it's,
0: it's like it looks like a guitar no
2: it looked it's like it's like a little uh arcade button box like this oh shit and but it but when you spin it, it yep. changes the effects and stuff. So I had mapped it so I could fucking rock out with it. And this, yeah, this walked in when I was playing like my own beats, like made on stage, to this like fucking X Y controlled MIDI player. And I was like, this is dope. And then I was able to like rap on stuff sometimes, like it's "Souls of Mischief." Yeah. I open and I made a beat live on stage, oh, and then sure. I rapped on it. And I was like, this has been my this is my dream because when I see people do this on stage. This is what gets my dick hard. Like yeah. this is what this is what I what a true musician going. is. Yeah. Right? Even when I see just like a lame if somebody just strumming a guitar, yeah, it's so much more impressive yeah. than if they
0: were just singing without it. They're doing it on the spot, like Arab music. You ever see Arab music <laughs> crazy on the Dude, I saw Arab music at Coachella. Oh, he what? played
2: four MPCs at the same time. It was crazy. He was like all over the place, D- dude. It was intense. <laughs> it was, it was, was so fucking dope. That was he played <laughs> right before ASAP Mob, and I saw oh, the whole man. mob in twenty twelve.
0: My boy went there with Thomas Stunden. He was there too. Yes. He's- he- He's like, dude, some dude fainted behind him. He was telling acid as well. A lot of acid talk. Tom he, Berg. He's like, and then at the end, fucking, he's like, everyone throw your blunts up. Throw your blunts up. And everyone fucking tossed like a, a fucking rain of blunts on stage.
1: I, like, this I
2: man, have a baby. video of it. And then he's like, oh, man, this threw a bag of cocaine on stage. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you two bitches. And he grabs these chicks out of the stage. And he's like, this is ASAP, uh, what's his nuts? Rocky and yeah. he's like and he starts going he put he like busts a bag of coke and he's just like coke and white bitches coke and white bitches
0: <laughs> it was sick it was so heat yeah, and that's when he first dropped his that first mixtape live love ASAP or whatever too yeah long live ASAP yeah, that was, long live ASAP. dude I it's yeah, amazing
2: that was the. Yeah, that Coachella 2012 with Dr Dre and Snoop Dogg and ASAP Mob and every-
0: Kendrick Frank Ocean Dude, weekend. Frank Ocean
2: sounded exactly like he did on on uh, Orange or whatever. Like yeah. when he's oh, he was and I was like, holy shit, you sound identical. We walked in the first day for Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. I have videos of this too. It's incredible. Yeah, we walk in the first day because Kendrick Lamar was playing at like 11:30 or 12 on the main stage,
0: and this is we- right after Good Kid, Matt City dropped, right? Uh, was yeah, it before that? I think it was before. Yeah, it, but right it, before a job. it was before Good Kid, Mad
2: yeah, City because like this, this was know. the this was the moment because they he did uh, the recipe with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg on oh, Sunday okay, to yeah. 120,000 people, yeah. and, and that was like the moment. And then Good Kid, Mad City I think came out that week. Oh wow, it's um, amazing. And I got to fact check that one maybe. But we walked into Coachella, yeah. literally walked straight to the main stage, and there was nobody there. I went to the front fucking row and watched all of Kendrick Lamar's performance. And he did the recipe bombs. The, the coolest part was when he did the recipe by himself. Yeah. And then three days later, uh, after the, the Tupac hologram, yeah, they did the recipe together and people went, you know, when Dr. J was like, well, Malcolm, my man, Kendrick Lamar, like, that parallel to me was just like what the fuck this
0: is your moment that's that moment right yeah. those are those moments in life yeah. that change everything Facts. so that's cool you got to see that man and like all those guys like Weekend had just like dro- officially dropped the trilogy that year too like I didn't go and see a, the Weekend. That was a yeah, weird even so though like that was a special year man. That I'm was play- like I'm playing else.
2: that recipe track on Friday yeah, actually because it, it means so much to me. Yeah yeah. Cuz it was like it was like one of those crazy moments.
0: You got to see the difference like when it was just like yeah. yeah
2: the and the the dude I went with died right after. He got hit by a car on his bike. Damn, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Josh. Who was it? Yeah, Josh Thompson. That was raw. Anyways, oh, yeah. um awesome time
0: yeah there you didn't you go with uh, with a couple a bunch of homies from here is that the yeah, same year i took justin like yeah yeah
2: the, uh i think it was the next year two years later uh-huh. i kind of was like everybody has to come with me because the next year me and you know, we're like two, on the golf course right yeah the next year me and two buddies went on a road trip and we drove from calgary to california to coachella yeah and that was just such, such a fucked up road trip the first day what? dude got arrested for <laughs> doubling the speed limit oh man. and we had to go and bail him out of this like that fuck nowhere jail <laughs> in
0: america yeah in oh in, in literally the middle of nowhere idaho it's horrible in idaho that's not on the way to california is it it is okay i don't know man. it is
2: if you're coming down like the fast way and so we, <laughs> and so we got like totally delayed and It's crazy. Cops will take, if you get a speeding ticket, you can pay them cash right there on the side of the road. Like, they're like, yeah, you can pay this now with cash. Wow. It's like, what? So that happened multiple times. Anyways, that was crazy because we camped
0: at Coachella. Oh, was that bad in the desert, like, fucking hot heat?
2: (sighs) Let me just tell you, the guy that I fucking went with (laughs) may not have been in the best shape at this yeah. point in his life yeah 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 pretty big fucking disaster
0: he was not a he's not you know, so little he, burly
2: so there was there's a few jobs right like i'm the i coordinate most of things i've i've booked everything like i figured you it all it up, out i got the yeah. maps i got i got i got the places we're gonna stay on the way i got the homies Sick. to stay at before we're there you know like that's my part i'm i'm done that's fire uh next part is like one dude's bringing the car mm-hmm. okay borrows this car <laughs> oh this is a great story too borrows this car from his stepmom his new stepmom his news okay who he doesn't who he doesn't really like <laughs> and then the other homie's job is to have the camping supplies yeah so we go to dude's house we pick up this dude's stepmom's car mm-hmm. we still have winter tires on we're driving to fucking california we're staying in las vegas for two days Jeez. um and we go to dude's house to pick up the camping stuff yeah and he's like Okay, so the camping stuff's, like, in the garage, in the roof. Uh, I'm going out to get laid.
0: What the fuck?
2: Yeah, and we're like, no, you're not. And he's like, yeah, I'm gone. And just, and literally just dips. Wow. And we're supposed to leave, like, the next morning. Like, we got an itinerary. We got places we need to be. Like, totally. We, we bought show tickets in Vegas and stuff. Like, we're going to see oh. Blue Man Group
0: and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, these are, these are the
2: planning things that I did.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yo, you're a good, fucking good... Uh... So,
2: uh, so, dude leaves, and we pack up this fucking stuff, and yeah. like, his... Yeah. And there's nothing's labeled. Yeah. Absolutely nothing's labeled. And so, we're like digging through all of his parents' shit, basically, trying to figure out what to bring. And uh, so, the one thing we don't find is like a stove. And he's yeah. like, oh, it's right here. He grabs it. So, anyways, we you get It would
0: have been bad if we found like... some i like... 1970s pictures of like his mom and like some like next panties no nah, uh, she was super hot oh she's a baddie <laughs>
2: oh dude I would've been
0: eh. oh that was always you the probably joke. would've whacked it when you got home to those pictures everybody <laughs> was always
2: ripping on him that his mom was super hot shit that would've been the right mom to find Polaroids on me. um yeah so we, we so we finally get there yeah. we buy all this shit for the, for the
0: camping yeah oh cause he didn't even have it no so you had to hit like canadian tire or we bought a Walmart few things but we went
2: and shopped for like
0: food for the for our campsite Necessities.
2: dude busts out this little ass like backpackers
0: stove oh like, like a hot like a um, little gas little thing like literally like a tiny little it's like candle burner of, like a hot plate, yeah, right? exactly yeah, like yeah, yeah.
2: yeah like maybe like two inches in diameter and we're like dude we fucking bought bacon and all this stuff what do you expect us to do with this he's like cook on it and we're like
1: <laughs> what
2: planet
1: are you on yeah
2: yeah so anyways that was one disaster uh but <laughs> sleeping in this tent in the putrid heat like it's 35 degrees in the storm does it was even oh. in the night uh in the night it's like it's like uh, still hot 20 yeah. degrees in the morning though sun rises early it's hot it's
0: like a haul man. uh
2: sticky s- so we didn't realize that and we painted the car because there's this thing called carpool cella. okay and so we get all these like ca- car markers okay and we we draw up the car with the homies in uh in uh Huntington Beach mm-hmm. and so like you know like some of it was tastefully done and it was like pretty coachella but there's some like <laughs>
0: kind of stuff like, on there too it's like some dicks and like no no dicks the- no
2: dicks like some tags and stuff or whatever okay, okay. it's and some other stuff <laughs> uh but it was mostly like big ferris wheels and all the acts we were excited to see and cool, said like cool. coachella it was pretty cool but yeah. we also drew like you know we covered it in paint like we were drawing big triangles and shit whatever yeah um we didn't realize, like, this paint will come off. We tested it right there, like, you know, make sure that it's not leaving anything behind because this is dude's mom's car. Yeah. And uh, we didn't realize, like, leaving it in the sun, in the desert for four days might fucking bake it on. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> so like... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> horrible. So, so, we, like, Sunday happens. We, like, party. <laughs> we, we pack up our shit. We basically sleep in the car. And, like, as soon as the gates are open, yeah. we, like, drive out. And we're driving down... Uh, route six, 66 in the yeah, as the sun's coming up, yeah, and it's like beautiful, yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's been the middle of the night, and we're I'm like, first gas station we see, oh no, we didn't, we hit the gas station before we drove to Route 66. Okay. so we hit this gas station, and I'm like, hey, we got to get this fucking stuff off. or we are gonna get pulled over for sure? Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> at this point, we had already we had collected cannabis and all these things from being a music festival and being yeah. traveling, and we go through this car wash expecting like everything to literally like fall off the car. Yeah. And we get out of the car to look and it's literally everything's still there. Just shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is off. Not (laughs) everything is perfect. Just fucking pretty and shiny. Oh no. And so we had, during this concert, Wu-Tang Clan had performed (laughs) and, uh, The a sandstorm had happened because this is in the desert, right? Yeah. We had left the windows down in the car. Fuck, bro. (laughs) They left the windows down in the car. (laughs) So a sandstorm. This car was had like twelve thousand kilometers on it when we took it. Yeah. And we drove. I think it was fourteen thousand k there. No, not that much. I think it was. I think it was like seven thousand k there and back.
0: That's
1: heavy. It was a
2: long drive. Yeah. I gotta check those stats. Yeah. Maybe five thousand k there and back. Fair enough. And uh. Yeah, so the windows, fucking windows were down, snow tires on, and we, so we're like, okay, we gotta get this shit off the car. We're like, yeah. how do we get it off? I'm like, get paint thinner.
0: Okay, okay. And they're That's like, not a bad idea.
2: They're like paint thinner. I'm like, yeah, but it's probably gonna fuck the car up.
0: It'll thin the paint. <laughs>
2: yeah. And they're like, well, well, like we gotta get home and we gotta take it to a bar shop. But we can't. And I'm like, they're like, we'll just leave it. And I'm like, no, 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 we can't just leave it. And Tyler, whose mom's car, this says... He's like, we Which can't. Which Tyler is this? He, uh, don't worry about it. He's. Okay. It's not one you know. He's all like, right. we can't just leave it. <laughs> so many great stories from this trip. Uh, and so we get the fucking paint thinner and yep. we get and you- scrub brushes. Yeah. You can already understand how this went. We scrubbed basically the like the coating the layer paint. off this car, no. <laughs> and it didn't even. It wasn't even all the way good. Like we ruined. This car. Inside, we smoked in it. This lady, like, casually smoked. Three of us smoked heavy cigarettes on a road trip all the oh way through my there. God, like, left- days. Days. Left the windows down in a sandstorm and then literally peeled the top layer of paint off the oh. entire car. And we drove back. This was the best part. This was straight out of a-, a National Lampoon's movie. We're driving back and we get pulled over again.
0: For what? Speeding?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, um,. This lady's like, what happened to the car? Because we are on like, they're black Rams. they're on snow tires, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't, it looks like we've had to replace the rims. The car looks beat to shit. Yeah,
0: it looked fucked. We
2: had to peel the 3M off the front because the 3M was just saturated like, with like the paint. Like a Theft Auto fucking... Dude, it was a disaster.
0: <laughs> you had to peel off the 3M.
2: And I had literally been joking, like maybe an hour before I was like, yo, if we get pulled over, like, or if they ask at the border, you got to tell them we stopped in a bad neighborhood. And they, <laughs> and they painted our car and,
0: <laughs> and they painted
2: Yeah Cause like our car Is clearly being graffitied Right
0: Yeah 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 And so oh, So the you didn't Like so when you guys Scraped off the layer You didn't scrape it off All over You just saw that it scraped it And you were like fuck No 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 We scraped the whole thing But it was like no There was no
2: We would have had to spend hours To do it perfectly. And you were like fuck
0: it We'll just get it painted When we're back
2: I do think dude Paint Yeah we did have to repaint it
0: Oh, right, yeah, um, So yeah You got pulled over And
2: dude's like She's like, what happened to the car? And he's like, oh, we
0: stopped. <laughs> 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 was it a white cup? Was oh, yeah. Like, in Montana. And, and she, was she like, oh, dear. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my. Oh my. America's <laughs> <get> so fucked. <laughs> She's like, darling, I'm glad you're safe.
2: I'll never forget on that drive back, we stop in Idaho. Dude goes in the most, this is so terrible, he goes in the most innocent, like, country cafe, yeah. and he comes running out, and he's like, go, go, go! And we're like, what? He's like, I
0: just I just did an Upper Decker. What's an Upper Decker? <laughs> He's like, off oh, oh. the toilet. He's like, fuck Idaho. Damn! Why did he have like some bad potatoes or something? Or- <laughs> no, because
2: he got arrested in Idaho <laughs> <laughs> for doubling the
0: speed limit. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah. Poor th- girl, fucking <laughs> Margaret. Fucking I, I, well, I assume she's big. Had to fucking clean it up, man. Poor woman. Ruthless. It's horrible. So, so we
2: get tats while we're there. This, oh, so on in this, idaho uh, no in california okay. on, this, like in on this on this road fucks, trip
0: idaho i'm like from who <laughs> from jethro <laughs> yeah
2: we were in idaho trying we had to stay the night we were trying to get a bong somewhere yeah. and like people were like you can't get a bong
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a gucci main lyric i was trapping out of idaho you know <laughs> hey i'm about it about it
1: this rap music
0: shit this is real life <laughs> you were all trapping right out <laughs> No, but once you that, you can't get a ball. Why? Because it's like so, like old-fashioned. Like not old-fashioned, but like you know, like conservative. Mm-hmm. Damn.
2: We were asking for stuff, and they're like, "Oh, what? No!" They kept saying some town because so we were in this one town, and they were like, "Maybe if you try over down in New <laughs> <laughs> <don't even>
1: <laughs>
2: New Hanover, Have you played Red Dead? Dude, we hit like 15, not fifteen. That's an exaggeration. Four or five like gas stations or tobacco stores Trying to asking get some for a gas. pipe or a bong. Yeah. No, we need we didn't even need that.
0: Okay. It, well how did the fuck do you get across the border with that shit? I thought they'd do like fucked up thorough searches.
2: No. Nobody's searching shit.
0: What? Just,
2: that time I only took like a tiny little bit of uh oil with me, like hey. butter, and we hit that off a cigarette. But I found canvas on Instagram.
0: Damn.
2: um but you know like you can take drugs all over the world and even though ain't now i know you probably realize this through instagram like you want something it's pretty easy to find the guy like you can literally just search like weed in calgary <laughs> two hashtags or fucking google it yeah and uh well this was back in the prehistoric days of instagram but i hit those two hashtags wherever we'd go yeah and then i just hit people up and comment and be like, hey, I'm in town. Can you help me out?
0: Wow. you're ne- That's some serious networking. Guerrilla
2: marketing, baby. So <laughs> we're about when I, when I did my first album. Yeah. An only album. Yeah. Um, I got these things. This dude, Jeff, don't remember his last name, but he's in church. Jeff Goldblum, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah. No, this dude's. Fucking crushing it. he's on t- He's been on tour with uh, Zed's Dead and all these guys for a while now. He really? signed up to some huge label. Uh, oh, damn. They've been fucking crushing it. Sorry. I feel bad that I'd, I'm not plugging them harder. Church, great guys. They're going to come on the podcast. Yeah, um, that's the homies. But he told me, he was like, you got to get these drop card things. I was like, what's a drop card? He's like, it's a download card. Before I'd ever seen download cards, he's like, a download card that tracks all of your analytics and all of your data. Uh, and then you can literally, if you want the highest end one, mm-hmm. you can plant it in the ground and it turns into flowers. He's yeah, like, what? if you're going to Coachella, he's like, take a stack of these and take them with you. I and so, card. so I,
0: so yeah, wait, you should what, do these. What is it? It turns into a tree. No, no, no. Uh, I didn't I mean, buy, I didn't buy those
2: ones cause those were a buck 50 more, but okay. it's literally just a plastic card. Yeah. Pretty nice. And which it just has all your
0: info on it
2: not even it if you turn around it yeah. had that album on it i did so i released that album and i co-produced another album yeah. and so we did the we did both of them on this one download card yeah i, I got one downstairs still that i'm going to show you after yeah. this weird. and um literally on the back it was like to download these albums go here and it had our own hosting thing okay um, just had all the links on the back just one link okay weird, weird. and it had a scratch off code to make it like special yeah, yeah yeah and then with that code came analytics because people would submit choose to submit their name their email address yeah. and you could see where people were downloading from where in the world um and how many were actually being downloaded for, you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. which was sure so, you can it, track it that was like 20 that was 2014 and it was fucking great because that's
0: before spotify like took over the world
2: yeah cuz i could leave before apple music and all this stuff yeah before streaming cuz i could take it out in my pocket at first i was trying to sell them for 5 bucks a piece yeah which was pretty easy to be super honest with you like yeah. people don't mind giving you 5 bucks for your music yeah uh, but then it then it was like a business card mm-hmm. then it was like shit i can give this out to somebody and be like just please enter all your stuff and i'll hit you with an email
1: yeah
2: and that's when it started really becoming a tool because people were like, wow, this is fucking cool. When I stopped asking people for 5 bucks and just gave it to them, yeah. people love free shit.
0: Thanks. Big time. <laughs> free shit, man. Drop card. Check it out. Drop card. I'll check that out. But you sure. could
2: probably make one now on any hosting site. It's just the analytics that came with it were pretty cool. Yeah. And, the, and how professional the card was. Like It actually felt and looked like...
0: Like a credit card or some shit or like a fucking... Yeah,
2: exactly. And a lot of mu- musicians actually use it. Like they've done it for a lot of like big companies. Yeah. So it's not uh, an unfamiliar piece of yeah, swag it's not, like, to obscure. get. Yeah, it's not obscure. Exactly. It's not and it's not cumbersome either. That's what's nice about it versus like a CD USB drive. The risk of a USB drive is that somebody uses it and deletes your stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I did, I ordered um, 500 USB sticks from yeah. China and I put my name on it it says d fangs with like my logo so and that's I, really sick so i and then i preloaded all of them with like my epk yeah. uh my best tunes and like a video yeah and i would just hand it literally everybody like everybody that i thought should have one i would give one to and i'd always have two or three in my pocket
0: how much did you get those for
2: Box 60 a piece maybe oh,
0: that's not bad
2: no it was well worth the investment bad, i still right. have 150 of them probably holy fuck yeah, but what else was dope was when I started plugging them into CDJs, uh, you could, it said my name, because mm-hmm. that was the one thing I saw was missing. Every time I would DJ, I didn't often use CDJs, but all these people would be up there and they'd have absolutely no branding as a local DJ. Yeah. And then I saw these and I was like, oh, I can literally put my name at the very front of the picture twice. In front of what picture? Uh, So you imagine like the DJ booth. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> You're the DJ, you got your CDJs and you have your USB sticks in it. Yeah. I put the branding on the on the like the slide out of the USB, so it would say my name.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. and then you can see it there. That's yeah. <laughs> why. Well, my name's
2: there twice, and you actually know who the pictures of because that was like a fire. huge huge thing. I get all these sweet DJ photos, and um,
0: no one would know. Like, it would just be a DJ.
2: Yeah, it's good for my EPK, but there wasn't like the correct branding for me in it.
0: It's fucking smart, man. You've been you've been beast with the branding from day one. Yeah, I talked about this with
2: this dude Donny. I I think. He said it best. Like I'm a I'm a good marketer and I'm a terrible salesperson.
1: <laughs>
2: I just uh That's funny. Yeah. I'm
0: pretty good with I'm good with sales.
2: I'm not good at closing the sale. Yeah. That's something I'm really bad at doing is like asking for the sale.
0: I know obviously we'd be dream team. You're good with the marketing, I'm good with closing. <laughs>
2: yeah, ABC has never meant made sense to me. I'm like build friends, build friends and then maybe they'll just Give something to me.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, that's true though, man. You put out good shit, good things will come back to you. That's a fact. Eventually, that's exactly. true.
2: As long as people don't take advantage of you.
0: That's true. Fuck. I had I was talking to one of our a different homie where I was like, some shit went re with someone, and I was just like. Yeah, man, I'm not going to, like, you know, what? I just gave, like, unlimited love to them, and like try to always help them, and, like, then I found out they were, like, trying to drag my name through the mud, whereas, like, on the other hand, I'm, like, going to other cities, like, talking them up, like, helping them, like, like music-wise, mm-hmm. and then I'm, like, yeah, fuck that, never again, da 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 and my homie's, like, yo, he's, like, you can't let that uh, energy vampire fucking kill the love within you, he's, like, you gotta still keep putting that love out there, he's, like, and that'll come back to you. I was like, damn, that really stuck with me. So fucking.
2: Fuck the weird. energy. Somebody just said that shit to me too. No way. Yeah, my buddy T- Tim Tom Cruise of Rosin T-Core. He, was like, he was like,
0: like Tom Cruise. I was like, yeah, but damn. I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, I like I like Tom Cruise of Rosin. He's a good dude because yeah. we tell it to each other. Like, what I like about our friendship is we just give it to each other straight up. Yeah. That's it. There's no bullshit, no cookie cutter. Like it's fucking straight up, and I appreciate the shit of him for that, and he appreciates me for it, and it's yeah. and it's good.
0: Where's he from? Calgary. Oh yes. Okay, so. Yeah, he
2: makes rosin. He's a good dude. um And he's like, yeah, man, you gotta cut fucking energy suckers, energy vampires out of your life. He's like, there's people that just are going to fucking waste your time, mm-hmm. and they're gonna eat you alive, and they're gonna make you feel those feelings that you feel right now for the rest of your life. There's gonna be nothing you can fucking do about it, and they're just gonna eat at you. He's like, you just at some point you have to decide cut them off or fucking live with it. Yeah. And I was like, shit. And you know, he's in retro, like he's talking about family. Yeah. To give some uh, perspective. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, I got fuck Cut them off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hectic until they fucking start acting right and come back. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Things are, yeah, exactly. Some people are just energy suckers. There's, you know, you can't save everybody ever. Definitely. That's one hard thing to remember. Uh, is that sometimes you should be selfish. Yeah. Which is a really fucked up idea. Yeah. Uh but that selfishness comes with self-awareness, I think, yeah. and understanding where where your priorities lie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I I want to say since you do this, since like you do it, what is like the, for a Riesling, what's a good type of weed pairing, like would you say? Oh, nice, yeah. Because Riesling, that's my favorite wine, you know what I mean? Okay. So like this is something that I could ask you that like, no, you know what I mean? No one would really tell me.
2: One of the delicious ones I have right now that I would really highly recommend is Sour Ambrosia. Sour Ambrosia, damn. There's these characteristics in Sour Ambrosia that are like the lemon cream is there and, like, the gas is there but it has this beautiful ginger characteristic, candied ginger. Yeah. And it just seems to melt so well and just amplify, like, almost the body and the sweetness. Yeah. Is this of, the
0: weed or the wine we're talking? We're talking about the weed the cannabis, and what
2: it does to, or the cannabis, yeah. yeah, and what it does to the wine. Okay, we're Damn, man. Yeah, so sour ambrosia is really nice. What I would say to stay away from yeah. is, like, people, th- well, I first assume, I wouldn't say people because I'm the guy. Um, <laughs> which is crazy that nobody else does this super lemon haze and uh you know y- your really bright sour citrus flavors yeah like diesel and shit don't the diesel works well because it has some funk behind it yeah and that goes well with like the slaty gassiness of the riesling yeah um But one of the big things I found is like a little bit of sweetness in the Riesling will really help, but a contrasting flavor does wonders. But not like a cush contrast, just like something candied and sweet. But if you can leave out the lemon or lime characteristic, sometimes the lemon-lime characteristic, if you smell that in your cannabis and you're drinking a white wine, there's a pretty good chance that it, it will probably make your wine taste more alcoholic.
0: Yeah, I can see that. That brings it out. It just puts it out of balance. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um,
2: but if you're looking for something, yeah, like a gingered quality. Um, I've had a Congo Kandahar that was amazing. Yeah. Um, Never heard The of that. Sour, sour Ambrosia. Yeah. Um, i'd like to make some other references if you're an og guy skywalker would probably do really well because it has the haze it Mm -hmm. has the og and it has like all these this depth of characteristics that would be a good good one to look at as well
0: word skywalker og that's a legendary one yeah
2: (laughs) it's hard that yeah 2012 coachella trip this dude gets out of a i get out of this cab and i bought a grinder and i just got cross blunts and weed leaves tattooed over my leg (laughs) and this guy's like yo man do you have a grinder and i was like yeah you don't sound like you're from here he's like he's like no i'm from canada i was like me too and i had bought a a half ounce of skywalker og and headband and he had this cannabis called darth vader Uh and we rolled it up and called it the force and it was just uh, yeah it was yeah it was great
0: that's fire <laughs>
2: i feel like that was before le- that was like before legal cannabis in california and we were like walking down the street smoking huge doinks
0: that's crazy damn but it was like it's always been a little bit more open and casual like out there for the most part that know? was in
2: palm desert though so i don't know if they're like
0: yeah that's, not into it. that's
2: kind of old people land
0: <laughs> i'm not into it <laughs>
2: they had made the dispensaries like out of the city yeah. i remember there's this chick on instagram chrono we
0: pointed it. Yeah, the Lakers thing. Are you a Lakers fan? Yeah, yeah I got Lakers a...
2: colors on my leg. Uh,
0: oh, say a word. Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm a new Lakers fan from this season because of the Kang.
2: You're a new Lakers fan. Yeah. If anything, I would say I'm an old Lakers fan. Yeah, you're,
0: uh, you're. You're. You know, you're a vet. I used to hate on them because, like, the Kobe Lebron debate, and I'm okay. a Lebron guy. Okay. But um, Lebron's uh, great. Yeah. we're And um, so I was like. And honestly with Cleveland, like, do you follow basketball?
2: Yeah, yeah not so this like, year that much, but well, like the Raptors now. Like the,
0: like the last year before like LeBron like that team with Cleveland that he like dragged to the finals, I was like, "Man, fuck this team." I was like, "I'm like I'm I hope LeBron goes somewhere else cuz I'm tired of I don't want to cheer for the Cavs no more, man. Screw LeBron, these guys. LeBron
2: come to the Raptors."
0: Yeah, no, well he's there now. You can hope for maybe AD or something or like fucking in one of these big guys, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Lowry is a championship point guard, man. But with uh, with the t- Kawhi is a championship player for sure, but I don't know if Lowry is a championship point guard. But
2: they got they got uh, Mark Gasol now, they got Kawhi. They
0: wasn't Valentunas got... having like a really good year, like a double double year? Yeah, but but Mark's way better, I guess. I swear the numbers aren't that off, no, but uh.
2: Marcus a more commanding player. JV's still kind of like lanky.
0: Yeah, Marcus Paul's a beast. Yeah, Marcus is pretty far. Yeah, they got a. This is their year. I feel if, especially yeah. if Kawhi doesn't stay. This is like their like. This is their shot.
2: That's what I said. I was like, you know, they're a number two, number three team. Like I was pissed about the DeRozan trade. Yeah, but at Kawhi this point, is at this point with the rebuild, yeah, and the way that they've built it, if they don't fucking win, then I don't know if there's any chance unless you have LeBron. Like,
0: yeah. Or, like, if, like, KD or someone crazy comes through, because they're going to be free agents. Steph Curry. Yeah. No, Steph's not going to be free agent next year. No, I don't know. I don't know. I know Clay is going to be Clay fucking KD. Kyrie might leave is looking like... Clay Dunkman? Yeah. (laughs) No, Clay Thompson. Oh, okay. Clay uh, and then Jimmy Butler fucking... A lot of people.
2: That's you know. crazy. There's gonna be a huge shift.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I think now that after the trade deadline, like the 76ers, they're pretty crazy now too, man. And the like the East is actually not shady anymore. LeBron just terrorized it. Like LeBron know? versus MJ. Yeah. Uh, who do you get? LeBron. Yeah, me too. Respect. LeBron would fucking
2: run over Fuck Michael it. Jordan.
0: Fuck MJ. Man. Different,
2: different game. He yeah. would just. I think he would fucking eat MJ.
0: Yeah. Like look at the size difference in those men. Totally, man. Like he's like. I don't know. I think LeBron, like, maybe it's because our, like, you know, that's our generation's guy, but, like... Different game of basketball. Yeah, it's way different. It's, it's definitely softer than it was then. Like, that's... Those days, they used to go hard. Like, they were fucking really rough. Whereas now, it's, like, a lot, like, more fucking... Sorry, what, what was that oh, fucking sorry.
2: warrior show? It was, like, Ultimate Warrior or whatever, where they used to pit uh different, like warriors from across time against each other on Spike Television.
0: Oh, deadliest warrior. Bro, they need a deadliest that. warrior LeBron and MJ. Deadliest fucking sports warrior. We ran our that. simulator
2: through 150 tests. Isn't that like a concept of one of the Rocky movies and why he comes back to fight? He's like, no way this guy's gonna beat me. I'm pretty sure that's one of the concepts of the New no. <laughs>
1: Dude, that's a good so
0: that's just a fun. No. <laughs> really? because So, and that's what a, what a shitty concept. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> there's this, my beard. There's some There's some simulator That's like Oh this guy's not as good He's like You know what Fuck that uh, uh, You want smoke You want to kill me out Thanks <laughs> sick. <laughs> like He's like, yo, this fuck this simulator. I'm gonna prove it wrong. Yeah, That's so you know dope. what happens? He wins. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert! Is this the new Rocky, like the one that happened? Like, you know, no, what? the
2: newest one is like a, mm-hmm. as a kid or something. Not Creed, not the Creed
0: ones. Mm-hmm. But he did one like where it was like 20 years later. I
2: think he did two of them, didn't he? 20 <sighs> years later. But yeah, yeah that was mil- definitely the one. 20 years later. Yeah,
0: he's really milking them. What's it called? That's so funny. (laughs) I think that is why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Now you're thinking back to it. (laughs) One of the newer ones, so garbage. and the Expendables too, just all the washed up like OGS. It's such a such a funny concept. They're remaking all
2: these movies, like Aladdin. Everything. It's blowing my mind. It's like
0: live action shit. Nobody's
2: got an original idea. Nobody can fucking think of a new Aladdin. It's ridiculous if they if they changed the name and told almost the same story. Yeah. Would everybody just be like, "Oh, they fucking bit Aladdin," or would somebody be like, "Oh, they made a new Aladdin"?
0: Yeah, exactly. Fucking, I don't know, man. I don't like. I don't know about live action Aladdin, but what's it looks like, hype. I don't know. I don't know about live action Aladdin, but Will Smith is like you know, he's pretty he's pretty solid. But is he Will did, Smith in it? He, yeah, he's he's Aladdin.
2: Will Smith is not Aladdin. He's Aladdin. No, they got a brown guy for Aladdin, Will a Smith? nice young brown guy. Oh, no, guy. sorry,
0: I mean the genie. Oh, oh okay, I can what's, see Will Smith is the, the genie. What's the genie's name?
2: Uh, just genie, isn't it?
0: I thought the genie is Aladdin.
2: No, Aladdin is the street hustler who wears the fez cap and the uh, then little who's tiny who's the genie's vest. name? Genie's genie. Are you sure? Well, we can Google it. He was uh, it was Robin Williams in the animated. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's going to be Will Smith as the genie either way. You look that up.
2: What's going on? Genie name, genie name, Aladdin. (laughs) Jafar.
0: That's the genie's name. I used to know Jafar is the bad guy, man.
2: Oh, after Jafar is defeated, Aladdin wishes the genie free from his lamp. Yeah, it's just genie.
0: Okay, weird. But yeah, so he's the genie. Uh, What was the one movie with like the fucking where the where the forest burns down? It was live action. They just redid it recently. And it's like a bear. I don't know oh, uh, if it's a bear or if it's a kid. It's the Jungle Book. Jungle Book. The, the forest the bear burns down at the end, the right? The bear, the I didn't forest- watch
2: the newest one. I think they made the Mowgli one actually on Netflix. They've been doing the Jungle Book. They've been beating that one to death.
0: I feel like one of them is like recently. It's like there's like a tiger that's trying to kill the kid.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's Isn't, the new Mowgli. The new Jungle Book.
0: I think it is. The, yeah, that was actually crazy. I'm not The gonna, Netflix mm. one? No, no, no. It was like fucking... The one in theaters? It was in theaters.
2: There's another one on Netflix now.
0: But, come on, guys.
2: I know. They're really? But I'm like, <laughs> how many times can you tell this damn I story? I was thinking
0: that. It's like, man, fucking everything's so unoriginal. now. Everything is either sequel, remake, comic book movie based off a video game, based off a book. Like, no original ideas.
2: How do you make a, a new genre of music? I tried to do that with a new house, but... Now people are getting it. They flip the beats and they like put the house beat in the middle of the rap beat, or they put the yeah, you know, switch
0: ups and shit. Fucking, you just people love come. that shit. It'll come. Yeah, I'll show you some of the shit that I have coming. It's like there's some dance music in there, shit too. Like crazy, like you know, house temples, like the switch yeah, ups. The forest. one I used to love rapping at 120.
2: I thought it was great. Yeah. Four on the floor beats, mm-hmm. super easy to rap to. Yeah, you can catch this like a really sick flow. Yeah. And uh, it's h- their heat for the dance floor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it- so when you used to uh, DJ, you would rap on it too sometimes? When you're yeah. just like in the groove? That's yeah. I, uh, when people would give me a mic. So, some of the time- would, they, would people go ham?
2: Well, sometimes people would not give me the mic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sound hurt I've- still. Yeah, still man. Haunt- I feel like... Still it- haunts you.
2: Well, there's a lot of scenarios where like I... You know, as the opener, you don't get the mic, I Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, I, I, we were talking earlier about openers getting treated like shit by proners. Well, it's bullshit. I'm, not gonna lie, I'm a little wavy, man. I'm a super lightweight when it comes to like. Awesome. So you're drunk. Lightweight. I'm, like, cruiserweight. Like, you know, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. But, like, when it comes to gas, then I'm, like, you know. You're like, three heavy, I'm, like, in. big show. Andre the Giant. When it comes to weed, when it comes to that's cannabis. awesome.
2: No, they used to hate me as an opener because I have this elaborate stage setup, right? And, yeah, uh, they're
0: fucking showmen. They don't understand. Well, that was the that was the
2: hardest part about everything. Is I wanted to be big. Yeah, like I wanted to be a traveling. Yeah, I want to be. Yeah, I want to be fucking it. famous. I put so much time into it. I wrote so much music. Yeah. I was playing hour long sets of all my music. It's fire. Playing it on stage, trying to produce as much of it on stage as I could, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, like when you get booked from nine to ten o'clock, like people don't want your shit on yeah, stage. people
0: are there for you. My bad. It's
2: all good. No, I want. I remember one show though specifically, which was dope. It was a free show, and it was a uh, rusty who's a huge trap artist. And I really looked up to him. He's massive in the UK, came from a drum and bass background. And, um, I played a fucking killer set. Yeah. Like I smashed it. Yeah, like yeah. And you, I don't know, you you've never yeah. seen me perform, but I'm sure I'm just like you, yeah. like I'm very animated, like I'm long and gangly, yeah. and every bit of me is waving out there like I'm fucking just <laughs> as stoked I, on the music. Out, yeah. Like I'm playing tunes that I really am stoked on. Yeah. And uh, so I I banged this set out yeah. and people were fucking It was like one of the best sets I feel like they I've ever played. It. Yeah. Dude, people, Republic yeah, before it, I remember before it, was, it closed. Yeah. Packed house people going nuts mm-hmm. rusty comes on and he plays this intro it's like super long wolf going and literally in that like two and a half minutes the whole, like half the club left three quarters of the club left and then I, and then they were like man you fucked it up like you hit it too hard
0: <laughs> they were done after that and
2: i was like no i didn't fucking hit it too hard like you mean just, you hit it
0: too hard? I was doing my job. Like, yeah. This guy's you,
2: getting paid, and he's here you from the UK. It. He should be fucking making me look bad no yeah, matter what.
0: No doubt. But. But you crushed it too hard.
2: Yeah, that pissed. I what think. a
0: fucking whack. What the hell?
2: You can crush it too hard. You can I definitely guess. crush it too hard.
0: That happened recently for one of these shows. I think it was the NAV show. Like, there's a bunch of openers on before, but like two days before they got cut from it. Because like Nav is not a good performer. Like even when I was there, I was like, there's a lot of parts where like there's some good parts, but there's a lot of parts where I was like, man, I'm bored right now. Like, this is not, you know, 88 mm. Glam was crazy, but um, yeah, I was like, that's I'm like, who you next... got
2: to open for? You dropped some sweet names at the start.
0: You, who have it? oh fuck, so many people, man. Like big names like French Montana, Meek Mill, Big Sean, Pusha T, Fabulous, Mos Def, Waka, Ace Hood fucking a lot of people but i take much more pride in throwing my own shows because it's like i did that like you can't take shit from me there like i brought those people there for me you know what i mean like i you know yeah no, so I feel i'm you. I'm most proud of uh these this last one that we did like two days before new year's and it was like 150 people and it was like packed out and uh the one before that where it was like 300 people so you know what i mean just fucking showing i can do it and like yeah that's how I I, yeah. I
2: remember one of the sickest moments was uh like, I got to open for so many big touring DJs and, mm-hmm. like, chat with all of them and chat music, because that was one of the things. Nobody ever chatted music with music producers, and I'm like, well, let's talk about music. <laughs> um, not drugs or drinking or girls, let's talk yeah about music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about?
0: Uh, the opening for... Oh, yeah,
2: I got to I got to open for Souls of Mischief. Oh, sick. And I have a 93 Till Infinity tattoo. Nice. And that was just a re- that was a really cool moment they were really cool guys yeah. they were down to like chill and smoke and mm-hmm. rap and they actually set my homie up they were in vancouver the next day and i was like man my buddy's got a hieroglyphics tattoo on his arm like he's shit. loves you guys like yeah. you know he'd love to be here right now he's like shit well we'll put his name on the list tomorrow here's my phone number yeah uh
0: Tell him to, to come to smoke blunts up. after the show. Tell him to link up, yeah. Yeah, and he went and smoked blunts with Souls of Mischief after their show. That's so sick. Passagio, Opio, you, Festo. You bring people together. You're bringing people together, man. Oh, that was so cool. What and a like, beautiful thing.
2: I wrote a song for them, Mischievous it, Soul. I like That's the beat I did all on stage, and then I rapped on it.
0: Oh, sick. It was great. That's tight. Which venue? Uh, Commonwealth.
2: Come on, this dope. What was the line? I I feel like I even remember the line. Mischievous soul, and I don't know which way to go. Platinum or gold, but those things get old. On hip hop, I'm sold.
1: Mm.
0: That is definitely some real hip hop shit. <laughs> yeah,
2: I love. Uh, yeah, and then and then just bars, like 32 bars <laughs> okay. from two minutes. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm amazed I even remembered that.
0: <laughs> Hey, man, when you're in it, you're in it, and you're feeling it. Right? Well, fuck, I
2: practiced it so many times, I would hope I'd remember. But that mm-hmm. picture just came up on Instagram, or on Facebook recently, like my memory. Yeah. Staying on stage.
0: You seem just like uh, anything you do, like you go fucking full send, no breaks. No <laughs> full break. send, no breaks. You, know? I mean, you seem like when you, when you love something, you go like, all the way into it. I think it's one of my best and worst qualities where it is yeah because <laughs> sometimes you've gone all the way full send into like shade like that ended up being useless or like you shouldn't have
2: yeah i don't even know if any of it's useless because as but i think everything's I, a lesson right yeah as i think about life it's like all of it's useful even mm-hmm. when i dive like i care way too much about american politics <laughs> i read about it a lot yeah um and I talk to people about it in Canada who don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, what an extreme waste of time. But I really wanted to be a, a politician when I... Uh, Shit. Yeah. When I... I wanted to go to poli-sci in university, and, like, people say it's stupid, so I never went. But you don't need a university <laughs> poli-sci degree to be a politician. Donald Trump proved that. Facts, yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? In my it's grade nine money. yearbook, I, I wanted to have everybody vote me as most likely to be prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what the reality of it was, is all I had to do was go around and ask everybody to vote for me to be most likely to be prime minister.
0: Yeah. You're like, huh, this is, this is what it's like. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: You know who won?
0: this Dude, guy yeah. hilarious
2: picture sag loke in this like p&b graffiti shirt i don't know if you remember that no way. Brand. shaved head ripped and i'm pointing at the at the camera <laughs> two fingers Did you have a backwards hat at the top above you they, they wouldn't let me wear it in school <laughs> but i would have yeah i would have and uh yeah like whoever That's has right. that yearbook that one's going down in history most likely to be Prime Minister. <laughs> people will be like shit yeah probably if donald trump can do it fuck anybody can do it dude. bernie sanders is running 2020
0: feel um, the burn
2: dude bernie's my man i wrote a song for fucking bernie sanders uh Damn. the last time he ran and the whole thing was just sampling him and all the things that i liked the most about him and
0: you, like auto-tuned it and shit and yeah. put it to a beat yeah <laughs> exactly it was called why not cuz
2: all of his speeches were like why not why can't we have free education why can't we have free healthcare
0: why not why not <laughs> And it was dope. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. Fucking... Drop that on the timeline, man.
2: Yeah, oh, dude. It's pretty fucking bad.
0: It's like whack, eh? I
2: feel like I listened back to it and it was like, ooh. My SoundCloud Pro membership renewed yeah. on its own recently. Yeah. Which is a good thing and a bad thing because I've had a few failed hard drives. And so now like the only place I can listen to a bunch of music I wrote is on SoundCloud. Uh-huh. But it's all hidden. Yeah, it's a private. It's private. So it's like. Yeah, there's a whole album. There's a 25-track album called The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly shit. that I wish I had released in, like, 2015 when I had the idea because I was like, uh, when did Kanye do the unmastered, uncut thing?
0: Uh, Jesus. Yeah, was that it? Um, I don't know what year Jesus 20- was. I feel like that was
2: 2015, and I was like, fuck it. I should just put out all this shit, too. And so some of it's bangers, and some of it's just... Garbage.
0: <laughs> One of those
2: garbage tracks is definitely that Bernie Sanders track.
0: The no, Jesus was way before that. The unma- you mean Untitled? Kendrick did Untitled. I'm. Unma- oh, was it? It. Con- it was
2: it Kendrick Lamar who did he the did untitled, untitled thing. Unmask. Yeah. See, Kendrick yeah, Lamar, like, like, I'm you confused with Kanye West. That makes me pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Kanye, because Kanye did the Jesus shit, but that was really stripped down and like anti and like really abrasive, like crazy sounds. There was a. Uh, I don't know if you. What's were- your favorite Kanye album?
2: A college dropout yeah anybody right. that college dropout isn't their favorite kanye album is fucked
0: that's not true not at all bro dude that is so many hits those it are is. so many so hits. are the rest of the albums no way a lot of them are like You're telling me 808s and heartbreak isn't like a hit season graduation isn't fucking amazing music my dark twisted fantasy isn't amazing music no that one's bad
2: my Dark Twisted Fantasy, oh! listening through that album, it's pretty, it's pretty, I don't know. You that have, album
0: is amazing, bro. Uh, his, his, like, actual rapping, he's rapping his best, like, he's rapping crazy good. The beats are so, like, still paying homage and, like, still, like, rap, but they're so grandiose and dressed up and, like, cinematic. I fucking hated that You're album. are crazy.
2: Honestly, I think there's a hard part about me that maybe I stereotyped uh, Kanye West, like, I thought he'd have to make good music. Yeah. <laughs> no hit like hits i wanted to fucking hear hits i want to hear college dropout like that that you gotta album. understand
0: artists grow bro It's not you're not gonna get that again like, i
2: know but as he grew he gave
0: you it again except a little bit more grandiose with late yeah. registration as he
2: grew i thought it was fucking whack dude
0: late registration was amazing
2: oh no i
0: uh, you are, are crazy yeah so when did you make that decision and you haven't revisited it oh man it's probably been years try again bro you're in a different place now i might and
2: you're in it you've you've lived you've seen things try again the amount of time i have to listen to music is like really minimal mm. which is hard because i'm either editing or yeah. i'm like writing and it's like i can't listen to tunes
0: i'm saying I, try again bro. i will i'll give it a i'll try give again. it a, i'll give it, a, I'll give it a Late registration amazing album graduation amazing album
2: graduation's good
0: such a good album it's, it's a anyway, heartbreak when you're sad trust me bro
2: college dropout's the best one though right
0: I say um, If I have to choose one I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Bro Really oh, Man Fucking that. Devil in a New Dress Gorgeous All of the lights Fucking that intro Oh uh, man What was the other one Blame Game Oh Ooh, my god it's you, so good You liked all the lights You know that, that album Like The time leading up To before that With Good Fridays Dude I remember that shit Like crystal clear That was probably my favorite time In music Every week when Kanye Was dropping in us Some shit with like Six of his friends Who are like The craziest musicians in music oh that was so exciting like, there's one interview with someone to J. Cole's like oh you should do a song with fucking Kanye he's like yeah that'd be awesome then two weeks later on Good Friday it's like Kanye J. Cole push a sci high, high and like Big Sean it's like dude who else could do that it's fucking Bro, Kanye
2: more content that's why I'm stoked for this LA trip I hope I can
0: Kanye was want to be that guy yeah Kanye was more content before more content every Friday he was giving you like an amazing song with like the craziest shit with like produced by like him just play Swiss beats with like the craziest like legendary artists on it every week. That was amazing time of music. Giving it away for free. Yeah. I feel like Kanye albums, for me at least, and like I- I've talked to some other people that are like this too. It's like your favorite changes with what? Depends on what mood you're in, honestly. Sometimes I'm in a Jesus mood, like fuck everything. Cause it's like it's so cool how he went from my Dark Fantasy all dressed up and grandiose and cinematic and then t- he did the anti with you just dressed down like fucking like sh- like distorted like you know what I mean real like dark and abrasive and shit but yeah I feel like it ch- changes with you you're a Kanye more. fan definitely but he's one of my definitely one of my greatest exp- um.
2: who's your favorite rapper
0: all time I don't know man I got like probably a top 5 but like currently at the moment
2: favorite artist ever there's gotta be one person one album there's like one defining one. One
0: album that like, made me start rapping, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying.
2: That's it, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's my favorite, one of the but favorite albums. But is that albums. your favorite album ever? Like, is that one, like, when was the last time you listened to Get Rich or Die Trying?
0: <laughs> I still revisit it sometimes, to be honest.
2: They just put out a new fucking cover with Marvel that is so dope. Iron Man on the front, it is fucking sick. Really? Yeah, you gotta go I cop see it. That. Hella limited.
0: That's cool as fuck. It is dope. But no, 50 definitely was a major influence. Um, I'd say, man, like, Future, I really love Future, man. Future's so good. And he's so, like, original with, like, just the pain that you feel from his shit. You can feel the pain, you know what I mean? And I feel a lot of artists now, like, a lot of these rappers, they try to duplicate that pain when they haven't, like felt it, whereas, like, I don't know, one of my friends told me that with my new shit, he's like, man, he's like, I don't know how you're, like, you're so chill and, like, you can, like, hang with anyone and, like, you know, crack jokes, but then your shit is so personal and deep, like, it sounds like you got a diary. He's like, it almost reminds me of future. I don't even know a fucking like, future damn. song. I couldn't I, even name it. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple recommendations, man. I'll give yeah. you, like, five, like, deep cuts that'll, like, they might start you up, but okay. it might not, but, you we'll know. See. We'll see. Yeah, I'd say, like, up there, probably, like, fucking... Kanye's definitely gotta be up there regardless of his antics and like, I didn't like Ye I'll be honest I didn't like it but you know I'm realistic enough to say that like yeah my favorite one of my favorite artists I didn't like that song I didn't like that album but like my main is probably like Future for sure um, currently or all time?
2: both give me both currently
0: it's Future 03 Greedo Key Gunna Young Thug I'd say and like Playboy Cardi. Whereas all time would probably be like, Fifty Cent, Jay Z, Drake, Kanye. I guess you could throw Future in there all the time. You could throw yeah, Future got me through some shit, man. <laughs> or Party Next Door as well. I love Party Next Door.
2: Crazy, yeah. yeah. Those are. If I was naming top artists, I would <laughs> never have named any of those top artists. Yeah, I that's don't know, man. so interesting. I, I love kinda, hearing musical styles. I, I kind
0: of got over the whole. It has to be these same people that are like considered the greats. It's like, dude, fuck that. Like, I've listened. Actually, Dre, Dre's Dr. Dre's music is like that. Chronic album, two thousand one, definitely one of my all time favorite albums. Like,
2: that was a game changer.
0: Exactly. That's like one of the. That's one of the more old head things about me. But now I'm just like, fuck. I've listened to that stuff a lot. Like I've, you know, I know that shit. That battle rap comes from that stuff, right? So it's like I know that shit. I know lyrics, but it's like. I've, i know i didn't set out i want to hear some new shit you know i like you?
2: drake when he went hard i like it when he does the hard beats actually yeah, yeah. the moment i became a drake fan yeah i always hated on him too because again i'm a hip-hop
0: head You just to hate it i'm a fucking purist yeah like, you go into the
2: basement you yeah. look through my Dude, albums i'm,
0: I'm no a fucking <laughs>
2: I, no but like i'm like a purist that'll 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 give it a chance yeah okay and i saw that god's plan video it came up in a scroll we were just watching youtube yeah. one day like music in the background yeah and, uh, it started with like, we were, we had a budget of almost a million bucks for this video, yeah. but we shot this and gave the money away. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I like Drake. That <laughs> was it. That was literally all it took That's to make sick. me listen yeah. to the music. Yeah. And that one song. Made me listen to the new album. I would have been like that guy. Like I told you, fuck Lil Wayne and all that. I never would have played that album. And I, I uh I So lo- you probably I'm,
0: like Side A more than Side B because that's like the rapping side, right? Yeah. yeah side
2: yeah. B gets pretty boring.
0: Yeah. Fair side
2: enough. A, like nonstop, it's a heat track. God's <laughs> Plan, heat track. Love those two. Like those are two
0: bangers. <laughs> I, really like, I really like, is there more? Yeah, the I can even good. speak
2: to it because that's how much attention I paid to the yeah, every other track.
0: Fair enough. But yeah, what's it called? I'm telling you, Carter One and Carter Two. Carter Two is I, ter, I personally like it more, but Carter One is great too. You it's get, my favorite album ever. You should revisit those Low Wayne albums. What J D Donuts? Yeah, classic. It really appears damn.
2: Yeah. Well, he's a producer, we are not dusty,
0: man. I've noticed most purists are dusty. <laughs> yeah. No, it's dusty. They're just like not chill dudes. No, it it's happens.
2: Because they're fucking just caught up in their shit. I don't
0: know.
2: Like, it's just my way or the highway. Like, these are the guys that, like, you know, they only smoke joints. And you're like okay <laughs> that's a good
1: that's funny
0: <laughs> don't categorize the people that only smoke joints man come on not everyone's dusty that only smokes joints no but- a, like most of the point is a good example of the joint team you know what I mean? yeah
2: but he like i don't know that's because he's an addicted smoker <laughs> yeah I, th- I feel like that's kind of the big separation like cannabis consumption should use the technology that's at hand mm-hmm and I wrote it in an article about the modern host. Like, I honestly think joints are prehistoric. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I love smoking backwoods. We yeah. smoked backwood when we got here. Yeah. I love smoking backwoods. Same. So much. It's the best. Um, <laughs> fuck, it sucks, though. Like, literally, the best example I've heard lately is smoking a cigar, especially, is like, uh, or a backwood, is like drinking out of the hose.
0: <laughs> it is like a
2: funnel. Right? You're <laughs> like, you're like just getting a few sips in there as this thing is just gushing yeah. and that's
1: uh <laughs> this thing is gushing.
2: you know like we have this thing like we could have kept going until there's nothing in the in the puff co, yeah. uh, and gotten every little bit of thc where the where the backwood, it's just like it's just burning it's, it's and rocking yeah you know it fucking stinks because yeah. most of it's burning off into the outside
0: yeah it's a funnel it's a big ass
2: funnel and that's why i think it's uh i think it's prehistoric and that's why it's for the fucking peers because they're dusty
0: what, backwards or?
2: No, just, just smoking joints or backwards. Both, man. Like, smoking weed itself yeah. is is kind of fucking crazy. As the world changes, uh, like, the edibles market is 40% of the market in what? the United States. Yeah, and people are
0: really markets. fuck with edibles, too. That's, that's it's true. A, it's a
2: much nicer, casual way to consume cannabis. Yeah. Um, and then you look at essential oils. You can consume way less, and you don't have to incinerate
0: plant matter do you still get geeked up from those i never got geeked from i never tried it from edibles you No, know, from essential oils uh like dabs oh, okay that's what you mean yeah, yeah i sorry i use
2: i call it dabs essential oils that's
0: fire i dig that uh because it's just the essential, <laughs> it, oils is an essential it is essential <laughs>
2: um fire. but yeah like this is the future this is what this is where most of the market goes and the people that smoke flowers yeah are like they're smokers like yeah. there's no i smoke backwards because i used to be a two-pack a day smoker yeah I don't, I'm not going to smoke cigarettes anymore but the only reason I smoke backwards is because right. I like
0: that. You know I've been smoking weed for like almost half my life now and I never smoke cigarettes but I love backwards just the rich smoke of it and just like how nice it you just it does give you that extra buzz. You get tuned, but it's just like just that rich smoke, man. You just want to like have a yeah. funny word. I say this, but it just makes you want to have a glass of red wine with your girl. You know what I mean? Bro, it's that thick smoke. I don't you, have to tell you that of all yeah, people, right? Like, but you like the smoke, right? Yeah, like it's that's like a rich smoke. you know? And that's the only thing that's
2: keeping rolled cannabis alive is that people just enjoy smoking.
0: Yeah, the act of it. Like I don't smoke so good. I just love smoking a nice backy. And have a little sip of good drink. Uh, lean. <laughs> that's, my, that's my pairing, you know what I mean? Blue Mountain Dew or like Pineapple. Blue solo. Mountain Dew or Pineapple. Yeah, I have a song called Blue Mountain Dew. I'll show you it, bro. It's fucking beautiful. It's a heater. It's a beautiful R&B song, yeah. Blue Mountain Dew. That's Just me. to my mind off you. Oh, Trust yeah. Me. You
2: got a nice singing voice. I'm tone deaf. Oh, say Yeah, this is one of the other fucked up things. Why I talk about the sour keys often. <laughs> it's like I can learn music and the math of music. Same, re- like, same with me being colorblind. Mm-hmm. I know what color is. Mm-hmm. I understand color because I've had to learn it the way that you've taught it to
0: me. Oh, shit. Might so, not like, sound what right. What color does that globe look like? Well, it's blue, and
2: there's, like, <laughs> pink and yellow and <laughs> green and orange on it, right? What the fuck? Okay. But, like, the way the doctor... Because I had to get visual confirmation from an optometrist to get my driver's license when yeah. I found out I was colorblind. That was the only way, because I'm trying to look at dots when I'm getting my driver's license, and I'm like, there's no numbers in there. There's no numbers in there. And they're like, oh, you're colorblind. And I'm like... There's no numbers in where? Uh, the test is, like, they basically put a whole bunch of dots with similar, similar colors inside of a circle. And then oh, uh, you yeah, either see you the number see the, or you don't. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, if you don't see the number, you're colorblind.
1: Okay. So yes, I didn't see that anything. Makes sense, yeah.
2: And they're like, yeah, you're colorblind. You have to go to the optometrist to get visual confirmation. Oh, fuck. And, and I was like, what? And the optometrist was like, this is pretty stupid because uh, traffic lights are set up so that you don't actually have to see color. Yeah. But it's not like I see black and gray. Like, I literally see, in my mind, yeah. I see every fucking color you do.
0: Yeah.
2: But it's apparent on a lot of levels, and it's become apparent as I get older and older that I don't see color the same
0: like shades. You don't see shades. I'm lost. Like, you You know, like like the base color.
2: Yeah. Like I'll see shades. If I look at foliage, I'll see greens, multiple greens, but I'm not seeing as many
0: greens as you. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Not as many like hues. Exactly. Okay. And uh Damn, that's not that bad then. No, but it's still like I don't see gray. it's, it's <laughs> I didn't that that would be hectic, yeah.
2: It's still a learning thing. Like uh white green and pink and yeah. light pink, gone. Absolutely nothing. Oh man. Uh burgundy No bar- and, Barbie uh, brown. Yeah. Nothing.
0: So what color is is wine then? Like red wine? That's the
2: hardest thing. Because that's because on my level, <laughs> the way that I have to do stuff, I actually get graded on the color that i'm saying it is and it's also a very indicative thing for your decision making in blind tasting is understanding the color because different grapes are different colors totally blends
0: come out different ways and white wine even some of its different colors it's
2: all different colors depending on age um so some of the things i had to do again because i learned color i just have to learn from somebody and adapt to what you're telling me like orange might not be orange orange might be brown you've just been taught it's orange
0: I know what you mean, and that's like me looking at wine. That's like the theory of like the light is just we don't nothing is really real. It's just the way light is hitting our eyes. You know what I mean? Light it. just hits your eyes in different ways.
2: Yeah, so I had to adapt by I look at wine like very intently, and I always stare on top of it. That's what you're supposed to do it and look at the rim. But then I also took it out of the glass and I would place it on paper. and I would watch the pigment on paper and I would learn and I'd associate that data point with the wine as I learned it, as I blind tasted it, as I continually did that and collected that data. I just had to make that mental association with like, this is the pigment, um, yeah i don't know maybe again maybe i'm just nuts (laughs) but there's only so many ways you can learn you have to adapt you have to
0: you have so when you put it on the white paper could you tell sorry to cut you off yeah you can totally tell they're
2: all extremely different shades because once you put it on paper it's literally paint right like it's pigment it's it's and it's beautiful like i would love to paint with different shades of red wine
0: yeah that'd be cool it'd be super dope yeah like rosé's infantile and shit some,
2: i fucking hate zinfandel there's yeah. one wine that i suggest nobody ever buy this <laughs> is zinfandel how come sucks ass man it's like <laughs> high alcohol yep. high sugar usually only grown in uh california it's uh it's also grown in italy yeah. and called zweigelt
0: zweigelt um, sounds hectic. yeah What's uh, the best place in the world for wine
2: in my opinion? Yeah. Uh, it's France, and even more smaller, it's Burgundy.
0: Oh, is um, that a place? Yeah, it's oh. a
2: region in France okay. where they only make Pinot Noir and Chardonnay, and uh, that's really like the home of, it's, it's by Champagne as well, but it, what they found, uh, it's amazing, It goes there's so much history there, and so much Renaissance history. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best places is, is Corton Charlemagne, where Charlemagne was put after she married the french king mm-hmm. um but what people found because there's such deep religious sex there was all these monks had time to do was get drunk and write about it yeah and so they literally found that like these vines in this spot taste better than these ones and uh and and so there's this breakdown of classification in burgundy yeah grand Cru, Premier crew village level yeah but there's um like first growth second growth third growth fourth growth fifth growth
1: Hmm.
2: so on and so forth and so you can see the provenance of all these vines and all these wines and you can know how long this vine's been alive you can see trees yeah you can literally taste through history though because this has created a product that's viable and it's a regenerative plant um you can taste through history how this has changed yeah and it's just why Burgundy's so special? Pinot Noir is the heartbreak grape. It's what is it called? That it's thin skin. It's fickle. Heartbreak. Uh, it's very <laughs> hard to grow. Yeah, but it's the best tasting. Yeah, Pinot Noir, eh? Oh, if if yeah, Pinot Noir for red, Riesling for white. But Gang. in be- Burgundy, I'm they on drink the right ch- side of the white discussion. They drink Chardonnay. Like yeah. that's the so there's only two grapes permitted by law to be grown: Pinot Noir, Chardonnay. Oh, okay. Um. And and the Chardonnay, the way they do it. So some of the other things that make it special is uh, there's Burgundian oak, okay, and and oak is what's these trees are very special because it's an expression of the land. There's this word, this all-encompassing word that goes all the way down to the macro in in French wine terminology. It's called terroir. Yeah, and terroir is like the the place, like the, the the soil consistency, the bugs
0: in the soil. Okay, like the nutrients and shit.
2: Even further, like the way the wind blows. Holy uh, fuck. You know, like they got it
0: down to that like
2: fine of details. Because there's so much history around it. And this is one of the things I talk about with cannabis all the time is we can know the difference between these things. Like there are individual extremely special things in cannabis. And there's a reason why some plants are better than others and terroir is a beautiful expression but what they've recorded is like the terroir in specific places like literally a vine a like one 10, 10 vines inside of a row yeah will be like this grand crew row that's worth 10x everything surrounding it because it's perfect and there's something going on down below that's been recorded through history mm-hmm. that makes it better than everything else um, burgundy region All but right. then but then you take the 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 oak into consideration and it's telling another story of the place yeah and it's just so rich and beautiful and oh yeah i can't i can't say enough that's um, cool yeah but the pacific northwest makes great pinot noir as well Word. bc oregon washington i fuck
0: with that stuff. they go hard eh Oof. you know i used to think uh so pacific northwest also fuck, i remember that I used to think uh, Pinot Noir meant uh, black penis in French. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, Pinot, no, Penis, Noir. Pinot Noir, I,
2: hey, that's fair.
0: Take my girl up for some Pinot Noir. I was like, you know, all right, maybe it's not black penis.
2: Pinot Gris and Pinot Grigio are just uh, genetic mutations of Pinot Noir.
0: Yeah, because the Pinot Grigio is a lot more common, right? Uh, I feel like. No, it's just no? growing more. Okay.
2: Like, it just, it just went... Um, the great went albino.
0: Oh, okay, where?
2: Um, yeah, they're genetic relatives. Mhm. So, super interesting. But that one's just been a completely different. Anyways. What
0: about Cabernet? When I was in Colombia, I had some really interesting uh, Argentinian Cabernet. Yeah, Argentina.
2: Ar- Argentina is a great place. Right. Same with Chile. Yeah, if yeah. you're looking for value wines, mm-hmm. and you're like shopping, especially for red wines mm-hmm. some whites uh south america is the best value yeah without yeah. a doubt it, especially even if you look into like spain yeah um well spain's not in south america <laughs>
1: um
2: but yeah so argentina basically what happened uh in the second world war and the mussolini era mm-hmm. was tons of italians left italy to go to argentina and chile because the land was super cheap oh shit but they brought wine culture with them. Yeah. Um, and it grows fantastic. Like, it's there's these amazing advantages in Argentina where um, literally deserts are laying at the foothills of the Andes. Like, the, oh, yeah, the Rocky mass, Mountains. Yeah, mass, yeah. Um, so, it creates these amazing climates where you get, like, the cooling at night from the mountains, but you get the heat of the day mm-hmm. from the desert. Um, and, again, yeah, growing conditions are cheap, lands cheap, great wines. Like, there's lots of good value there. Um mm-hmm. But well, there's a lot of crap there as well. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing is like, you know, you could be like, oh, I like Argentinian cab. Yeah. Like, dude, there's a hundred thousand of them.
0: Yeah. Weird. I forgot the name, but we were at a pretty classy spot. So I guess, I don't know. It seemed like it was legit, but I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know my red wines that well, but I fuck with, uh, like I said, reason. You'd
2: be surprised how quickly the fancy spots bamboozle you. Yeah. Most restaurants are charging, uh, 300% on a bottle of wine Ooh. that they bought. Um, uh, know. That's their wholesale cost, yeah. and, uh, and a retail store is usually taking about 40 points, so they're taking, uh, you know, they usually not double it, but... Mm-hmm. Just under... Yeah, so if at a retail store, a $16 bottle is cool. probably going to be on the shelf at 25. Mm-hmm. Uh That $16 bottle, depending on the restaurant... Like, I sold bottles to some where they would put that one in for... Well, forty forty six to forty eight dollars is a good rule of thumb for a sixteen dollar bottle of wine. That's like a fifty dollar bottle of wine in a restaurant. Yeah. But I had one place I sold a thirteen dollar bottle of wine to that sold it for seventy two dollars.
0: That's crazy. That's four times.
2: Yeah. No, that's way way more.
0: Thirteen times five. Yeah, that's, that's greasy.
2: That's, that's sixty five. T- 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 no, yeah, I'm wrong. That's greasy. Yeah, I still fucked like either way. Yeah. That's a moneymaker, and you buy that on uh, LTO, because that's another thing you can do, because companies have to run limited-time offers to incentivize Uh sales. Mm -hmm. Make you buy cases so that they push it to their customers. Yeah, yeah. Um, If that restaurant bought on a sale, they're probably paying $11. Jeez, the
0: finesse is real. The
2: finesse is real. (laughs) Six times the money. Intense. Blows my mind. Yeah. Wine. Greasy thing. Drink some Pinot Noir. Drink some Gamay. Some Grenache. Yeah. That's the wave. There's just so much to look for, right? Like, when you walk into a wine store, what are you looking for? Do you ever buy one? you buy Um, Riesling? Yeah,
0: I buy Riesling sometimes. A specific
2: brand? Uh,
0: Not even, man. I just, like, look at the ones that, like, just look the most interesting to me. (laughs) And, like, if the color looks nice, kind of. Because I don't really... I can't really, like, see what's good. I've noticed, like, yeah, a lot of the German... There's usually is German ones. But, like... I don't really know what to look for.
2: How much money do you spend on a bottle of wine?
0: Uh, like 20 bucks. Yeah, I feel
2: yeah. like that's the average. Yeah. Getting people to spend over 25 is hard. Yeah. $30 is where the great wine is. Yeah, hey. That's kind of like the the spot where it's like, you can get a lot of $30 bottles of wine that taste like 100 or $500 bottles of wine.
0: That's the sweet spot. Yeah,
2: but okay. 20, but that's not to say like there's thousands of bottles, $30 bottles. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's a lot of crap. I guess it's just learning Mm-hmm. the finesse like i know um next time i go
0: uh grab wine i'm gonna definitely yeah, send you the call pic.
2: yeah call me up or whatever yeah. facetime me <laughs> liquor depot this is a good pro tip if you're in alberta yeah um boob
0: champagne i see liquor i depot. actually do get that one sometimes
2: it's only like f- it's five bucks over wholesale at yeah. liquor depot so if okay. you buy six of them they give you 10 percent off that's pretty chill yeah, and mm-hmm. then it, and then and then you're literally like forty cents above wholesale.
0: Yeah, that's chill. Yeah, so
2: that's um, that's a that's a good one. If mm-hmm. you like, if you want a good Vive Clico. Yeah, it, even though I it's know. like you know you could probably get better champagne. Yeah. Uh, for cheaper, or if you you don't. That's not a riesling, is it? No. Yeah. Pinot Noir and Chardonnay. Okay. It's what's in champagne. Yeah. Oh really? It's all Pinot Noir. And Chardonnay. Oh shit. And a little bit of Pinot Meunier. hmm Damn. Yeah. I've learned a lot. Yeah, rosé champagne is Pinot Noir.
0: Mhm. Damn, man. I
2: know, we're in it. We're wine
0: Yeah, fuck, I, I've learned so much today. I feel like much more of a distinguished gent. I
2: love it. Okay, well, on that note, since you feel more distinguished, <laughs> we're like two and a half hours in. Oh, hopefully really? people listen that far.
0: Yeah, maybe. If you're maybe. here, thank you.
2: We're going to drop a secret song at the end. Yeah, let's do it yeah we're gonna do it for sure so why don't you give i want you to give uh some parting words like if you could tell if you had a microphone which i do yeah what you do <laughs> uh and a platform what you yeah, do yeah.
0: uh what, what would you say to the world fuck i'd say love like you've never been here before mm-hmm. that's pretty philosophical i didn't know if that's that's just you know <laughs> that was deep and i'd say yo new music dropping this very soon i getting the fucking visuals right, but... Give us all it, the handles. It might not even need to be that right. At um, Harm Franklin on Instagram, at Harm Franklin on Twitter, at um, Harm Franklin on SoundCloud, Harm Space Franklin on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Deezer, wherever you listen to music, I'm there. Um, yeah, fucking... Probably going to be throwing my next show end of March. I'll be on Toronto soon, so... You know, look out for all this shit.
2: Crushing it! Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Thanks for, for the chat, me, bro. That's awesome. Mad love, you.
1: Mad love. Cheers. And thank you, everybody, for listening.